The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everybody knows that I love you. Everybody knows that I need you. Everybody knows that I do. Except you. Except you. You're a pervert. 
Oh, 344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The Late Night Alternative with uh, <coughs> uh, me, Ian Lee, and uh, you are... Um, I'm um, Tonight, I'm, I'm feeling like I want to be uh, Barbara Hershey. OK, there we go, you see. Inventor of chocolate in America. American chocolate. American chocolate sucks. Here's the thing. Cheesy, isn't it? Here's the thing. Here's, I did something. I did something very dare... Oh, 344-499-1000 if you want to call in. But really, why would you want to? And why would we want to talk to you? I mean, for God's sakes, the arrogance of some of you. Um, <coughs> I did something very daring today. I cooked myself a ready meal. I cooked myself a chicken curry ready meal. Yes. yes. What's the date today? It's the 5th. Yeah. This was best before the 27th of February. And I'm fine. Well. It's all mainstream media fake news. It's all bullshine. They put those dates on there just to you up well it's done nothing it's done nothing it was a little bit furry but it was tasty i was satiated i was full filled full i was full up and i've not had any ill side effects let's discuss this tomorrow mm. i had this i had this uh i had these i had these about one o'clock in the afternoon nine hours ago Nine hours ago, you big piece of shit. Hey! Nine hours ago, I had this, and I have no throats. Nothing bad come out from my bum or my mouth. You wait. Nothing. Later, be say hello nothing, to my little friend. Nothing bad come out of my bum or my mouth. I had a grab meal. It's lies. All this food, all this food that we throw away, which we don't need to, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. You will not silence me on this, Catherine, or um, you, dear listener. It's a conspiracy. I found some barbecue sauce, Heinz barbecue sauce. Yep. And I thought, oh, yeah, that could go quite nicely with what I'm eating. Yep. Thankfully, I didn't use it. When I was packing it away, I thought, God, I wonder how old this is. Yeah. 2014. Yeah, I'd have had it. The, the, the thing about the sauces, though, the sauces, the sauces have got so much sugar in, they're preserved. Had it been opened? Yeah. Fine, you can scrape the top off, like Theresa May with her jam. That's exactly what you do, isn't it? I like mine quite hard, and then I like to put it all in my mouth at once. Me too, Paul. Me too. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Let's do this, all right? Let's do this. Guys, um, it's a little bit local radio, but you know what? Who cares? We are local radio. We're local to the planet Earth. Uh, let's find the oldest bit of food that we can find in your collection tonight and Eat it. And the thing is, people will know tonight of all nights, tonight the holiest of nights, it's uh, uh, Shrove Tuesday, the day that um, Jesus hunted for a plastic lemon. People will know what is in the back of their cupboards because they'd have been looking around for um, Jif. Jif. Is it Jif? Yeah. It is Jif. Yeah. Is that why, is that why Jif changed to Sif? Because of Jif, lemons, and people were putting um, scourer on uh, their pancakes, their mancakes, I call them. Yeah. Uh, no reason I call them mancakes. It's just a little bit of fun I have. Uh, uh, is that the reason they changed? Here's what we're going to do, right, tonight. Two things. 0344 499 It really is going to be, um, I'm going to say, a four out of ten show this evening. So if, if you're a hardcore fan, thank you for supporting us tonight. If you're um, uh, someone who hates us, you're going to have a lot of ammunition tonight. Uh, the Digital Spy will be very busy. If you're someone who just kind of tolerates us, 
I suggest switching off because you're going to get you won't get pleasure out of tonight's show. It's going to be perfunctory is what you're going to get. Um, but so here's what I want tonight. I want to know the oldest thing, food, food, food thing. The oldest food thing. Don't, don't say the oldest thing in your hat in your kitchen. Oh, if I don't say grandma. My great grandma spoon. There we go. You see, that's not what the phoning is. The phoning is the oldest. We were so poor when I was young. We were so poor, right? And I remembered this yesterday. We were so poor, okay, that one of the games I used to play as a three, four-year-old when I was hungry, my mum would get the saucepans out and the wooden spoon. I would make imaginary food and I would eat it. I would sit there in, uh, in the living room. She would sit in her chair, mum's chair. I would sit at her feet and I would make it, but the mixing bowl, wooden spoon, then saucepan, I'd make imaginary food and then I would eat it. That was playtime and lunchtime together. That's how poor we are. True. It wasn't lunchtime. Yes, it was. It? Sometimes it was. That's how she didn't poor. She you a sugar butty. Well, this is, I was going to say, one of the great treats of kids these days. They, um, oh, it mustn't give them. Mustn't give them ease. Mustn't give kids ease. You know, e-numbers. Mustn't give... It was too much sugar. It was too much sugar. No, there's not. When I was a kid, for a treat, if you'd behaved well, you were allowed to um, suck your finger and stick it in the sugar bowl, and whatever was stuck to it, you could suck it off. You could suck it off. So the trick was to take your whole finger in your mouth, stick it in the sugar bowl, and then bend it so you could push it deeper. That was a, that was a treat. And then, yeah... We would have sugar sandwiches, a slice of white bread, margarine, stalk SB on it, fill it up with sugar, fold it over, sugar sandwich. And they talk about an obesity crisis now. Also used to love syrup sandwiches. Used to love syrup sandwiches. Again, this time you get two slices of bread, stalk SB, put a little bit of syrup on it, smear it over, cut it into quarters. Wow, a syrup. My sister would have banana sandwiches, which I I drew the line uh, at, at that. But syrup sandwiches and sugar sandwiches, I, I'm going to have one when I go home. Who cares? You drew the line at an actual food group. Mm, yeah, no banana. No banana in my sandwich. Although I tell you what I had the other day. I had bananas and custard. Beautiful. I had bananas and custard. I had a, I had a carton of custard. Uh, I had some bananas. And I went, hmm. I think I can make a meal out of this, and I did. I made a delicious, healthy meal out of it. I had the whole, it's like one of those litre tubs. Of, I had the whole custard. The whole custard. You, my friend, are living the dream. My mum used to make custard, I, I used to think. But then looking back, I realised she was making it with powder. She had like custard powder. Big, yeah. big tub. Birds. Of, big tub of birds. Uh, custard powder i've made custard finer. from from scratch turns yeah. out it's dead easy yeah me too mate i've made uh, egg custard tarts yeah yep so don't 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 come all the you know i think i gave you the recipe for that so don't get flashy uh mate i made it when i was 10 oh, oh. <laughs> thanks uh, so unless you had a time machine and you, Did went you make back... it though or was it just air custard oh no i made it i was nine and I made it at school, and then I went home and I made it because it was the most delicious thing. But I was just slurping that custard. I didn't let it set. I was just slurping. Um, I was. I've had. I've had. Um, there. I've had a few spouts of cooking in my in my life. Spouts. Yeah, just little little periods, little spouts of of, of where I've got really into cooking. 
Just, just like you know, like uh, when I was younger, I had a, a few spouts. As you know, recently I've I've been getting into cooking. Um, so just you, you can pinpoint. Yeah, but that big pot I bought you, I noticed you're using it to weigh the bin down a lot. Well, the cats do. The cats jump on the bin. It <laughs> so, mainly lucky. I would like you to take it off the bin. I cannot do that. In it and if we'll I clean take it first. No, if I take it off the bin, then I come home and the bin's all over the floor. It's just crap everywhere. And I come and I go, girls, what have you done? So tonight's phone-in really is tenfold. It's, um, what crap food did your parents give you as a kid? What's the oldest food you've got in your kitchen? Can you um, find it, phone us up and eat it on air, please? Um, there was loads of other stuff in that, wasn't there? It doesn't matter. We'll, 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 we make it up as we go along. 0344-499-1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxi Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Steve has texted in. I don't know how you do it. Steve has texted, Ian, there is a guy on YouTube who buys and eat military rations, some as old from the 40s, etc. I'd pay top dollar to see that. I wouldn't pay anything to see it. I've been... 0344 499 Noel, Dredge and Ray, stay there. I, um... Today I started listening to it. It's 27 hours long, so it's going to take a while. Remember we had a guy on, I can't remember his first name, Womack was his surname, who'd written two books, two volumes, two tomes about George Martin. Sir George Martin to you, the producer, the famous producer, not just the producer of the Beatles, producer of many, many, many acts. Um... And it is... I've just started it, right? So I'm on chapter three. It's, and it talks about Scylla. Rolf Harris is mentioned. But the guy, the guy reading, narrating the book is an American guy. And it goes like this. Uh, George Martin was uh, busy producing a brand new album for Scylla called Scylla's World of Rainbows. Speaking of the album, Scylla said, Well, you know, I like the songs very much and it means a lot to me. And later on, he was working with Australian what? artist Rolf Harris. Rolf spoke about working with George. Well, you know, it's really good. He does the No, wor- he doesn't do the voices. Yes, but they're awful. <laughs> they're awful. They're just the worst. It's incredible. I've, I've left... It's on my phone. Um, maybe I can... Um, maybe I can... Oh, no, I can't. I can't for various reasons. For various legal reasons, I cannot do that. I bring, Remind me to bring my phone in tomorrow. My phone's in, in the car. 0344 499 is the phone number. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Um, when we were hard up, my mum used to give us banana sandwiches. And oh, I used to despair yeah. you know, when they were provided. I don't, here's the thing about bananas. I like the idea of bananas, and I've been eating bananas recently in an attempt to lose weight. Um, yeah. Isn't it a diet? I just want to lose weight. Um, but bananas are only ripe for about 20 minutes. They're either too green and too hard, or they're too black and mushy. So you've only yeah. got you've got a twenty minute window of but and even then, if the base if if the base of your banana has been bashed, you quite often quite often I'll, I'll leave a third of banana uneaten. They're very mm. very very suspicious of the bananas, Raimondo. Very very suspicious. Given the choice of uh, too hard or too soft, which would you eat? 
Um, well, I, I like to follow the advice, the, 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 the good advice of my good friend Paul. I like mine quite hard, and then I like to put it all in my mouth at once. <laughs> that's, that's it. I, I would go too hard over too soft, definitely. My preference would be for a firmer. I prefer, uh, prefer green over black. I hope that doesn't... Probably can't say that now. Pro- someone, someone's probably going to call me out for being a racist. Well, if it's, if it's racist to hate black, uh, to ha- hate black bananas, then I'm a racist. Then I'm a racist. Uh, well, one uh, food thing I did when I was um, living alone and hard up was buying um, mystery tins, effectively tins with no labels on. You oh. Know, oh. <laughs> you know, get them home and think, right, I wonder what's in these. No. Open them and... Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I remember... I vaguely remember the co-op doing that and the Wentworth shopping in, in, the labels would come off, wouldn't they? And you'd just yeah. get... You'd, they'd have, like, a box of... of, of Silver tins for like ten pence each. What if it was pedigree chum? Well, th- then you got pedigree chum. I, I'm <laughs> sure we. I, I seem to remember my mum doing that, and we had tinned apricots, which was a great turn up for the books. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's me hoping there's like the hot dogs in there, but you know it turns out to be mushy peas or something. Um, I, I, I do miss the days of the broken biscuits. You used to be able to buy broken biscuit packets. I don't think you still can. You can get them in some uh, cheapo shops. Okay, cheapo shops. Um, yeah. I read an interesting fact the other day, right? And I don't remember the two two celebrities were involved in it. I don't remember the female celebrity. Okay, make so, it up. Okay, well, a famous f- famous female model once once watched Seal. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Eat a whole loaf of bread dry in one go. Would it be Heidi oh. Klum? He used to be married to her. Could be. It could be. What? What's Seal? Eat a whole loaf of bread dry in one go. Is he going? Oh, 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 oh. Would you? What? What do you mean? He's been in an accident. Like... Something you doing? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I mean, geez, uh, Raimondo, you you are the um, music keeper of this show. You have a playlist of every oh, yeah. goddamn, and I'm sorry for swearing, but I'm, it's every goddamned um, song that we play. Where can people find this? Because they keep annoying me, asking me about the songs I've played. Right, well, it's a YouTube playlist for those who are hoping it's on Spotify. You're out of luck. Yeah, but... out of luck, losers. <laughs> Title and YouTube, YouTube. The address. The address, I shall spell it for you, it's bit.do, that's B-I-T dot D-O, forward slash oh. Ian Lee Music. There we go, Raimondo, you keep up the good work, sir. May God bless you for that. Let's go to Navid. Good evening, Navid. Hi, how are you? I'm, um, um, I'm tired. Physically, I'm feeling a little better because I had a session with the osteopath uh, today. It okay. was it was finger clicking good and back clicking good and neck clicking good. Although he did a weird thing, I've got to, I'm going to book two more sessions. So, uh, have you ever been to an osteopath, Naveed? Uh, no. Okay, right, they're good. Right. Apparently it's quackery. My uh, ex-father-in-law, who's a cardiologist, thinks it's bunkum. I'm like, what? He thinks yeah. it's the same as, like, crystals and stuff, right, in homeopathy. Anyway, I haven't been to one for a while, but I used to see a nice one called Brian. This guy's called David, right? And here's the thing. I went dressed as, I'm, as I am today, Catherine, as you see me, my Paul McCartney stroke John Wick T-shirt, my jeans, and, and, and as you were. And I was, in the past... I have stripped down to my underpants mm-hmm. to be clicked. This guy didn't strip me, so he's doing it all clothed, and I, 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 I felt, felt, didn't feel right. 
didn't feel right. I wanted to. I wanted to be free, and I'd sp- I had my pants on, my special pants on, so that nothing would would drop out. There'd be no um, no embarrassments. But he didn't ask me to strip off, Naveed. Okay. Okay. Well, that's um, caused a little bit of tension between us now, which is good. That's how I like to proceed. What do you have for us tonight? I would like to talk to about uh, talk to you. Sorry, talk to you about the person Ruby that you interviewed last week. The who? Ruby. Oh, Ruby, Ruby! I didn't interview her. Ruby was um, uh, was was a caller who was um, struggling a little bit. Yes. Yeah, she sounded so sad. Yeah. So I understand where she's uh, coming from, because I've been, I've had that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, so so well. T- tell me. Tell me more if you want to tell me more. What happened to I was, you? I was with someone ages ago, nearly. 13 years ago and um, I dated her I got married to her and then 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 she ran away with someone else 13 years ago wow hang on a minute how old are you Naveed? I'm 37 okay gosh you've got a very very young voice (laughs) you saw this I thought you were about like 24 I think what you got married at 11 no Uh, I got married at the age of uh, 25. Okay, so respectable age to be married. Um, so, uh, well, how come she ran off with someone, man? That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. It's a long story, basically. She ran away from home to be with me. Ooh. And then uh, she went to college and she probably met someone there and uh, she left me for someone else. Oh, mate. Um, well... I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Um, that's that's lousy. How are you doing now? Thirteen years later. I'm okay. You over it? No, really. No. Well, you, but you're having a little giggle. You having a little giggle? I can't do anything about you. You know, like my mom says, uh, oh. the once someone's left you, they've left you. There's no point in thinking about them because they don't well. care. They've moved on. Well, but you and I know. That it's it's, hard. it's it's not as easy as as that. Yeah. Is it? You can't just switch off uh, your you can't just switch off your feelings. You know whatever your mum says. And mums often give out great advice, but I'm going to be honest. That advice she gave you there was lousy. Yeah, of course. That, that was lousy advice from your from your mum. But I'm sure it was said. It was meant with love. And you know you're a little you're a little boy, a little soldier, and um, she wants to look after you, ma'am. I was going to say, I don't know if my picture is still up on MySpace, but Sorry? I haven't... MySpace? I haven't, yeah. What? I haven't been on there for ages now, so I don't know if my picture is still I on my know. account or active. I d- well, I don't know. Would, would, you, would you want me to check it for you? Yeah. Okay, well, let's go to, we're going to go my, to MySpace. Is MySpace still open? Yeah, MySpace is <laughs> www.my... I don't know, MySpace.com. Dot com. Yeah. Forward slash. Yeah. Navid N A V I D yeah A L A M A L A M that's it. Let's have a it should be a picture there. Uh, terms have changed. I I have read and I understand. Okie dokie. I agree. And there's well, there's your thing. You're in Huddersfield, but there's yeah, you click on photos. Hey, you got the shaved eyebrows. <laughs> You got the pearl earring. You're a good-looking guy. She was a fool to leave. To leave my good friend, Navid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Navid. 
when you shaved your eyebrow? Were you worried that you'd shave the whole thing off, Navid? When you put in the earring, did you worry that you'd look like a dick? Well, you don't look like a dick, and you did your eyebrow justice. It's Navid, oh yeah, Navid on my space. Navid sitting on my face. Okay, Navid, you're still up there, brother. You're a good-looking guy. Go out, go out. Forget that girl. She's not thinking of you. Go out. And find me. Hey, there's my there's my MySpace. I'm trying to find mine, but I don't know. There's my MySpace. Well, what does Catherine think about me? Let me see. Oh, it's, 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 he's gone now. I'm, I'm on my MySpace. I want to see Navid with his pearly earrings. Well, I'm looking at mine. All I've got on mine is pictures of Chris Marshall for some Come reason. On. All right, all right, hang on. Here we go. Oh. He's got something shaved in his hair. I can't see <laughs> it, but it... Looks really cool. He's got his shaved in his ear. Navid. Oh, I think Kath might be hot for you, man. I'm six foot one. Ah, oh, too tall for her. She's four foot nine. <laughs> Hang on a minute. How the hell do I log in? How do I log into my MySpace? Sign in. I wonder if I still got the same. Sign in. Sign in. I don't know what my email. No, I can't sign into it. How would I sign in, Navid? How would I sign into my MySpace? I want to let's get let's get, let's get everyone on MySpace. Get away from from the the a hole, the a men on Twitter and the the d men on Facebook. Let's get on MySpace. This is what we're going to do. We're bringing we're bringing MySpace back, Navid. It's owned by Justin Timberlake. Okay, thanks for your call. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. 03444991000 is the phone number. Um, Dredge, how the hell do we sign into our old Facebooks, MySpaces? MySpace is a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, that, that, did you do you remember somebody bought that for like a billion pounds last year or something, in, in the vague hope that it was going to come back? No, they didn't. No, I, I remember. I remember the ITV bought Friends Reunited for five million pounds. Um, just just after Facebook launched, and ITV. If you remember, uh, Coronation Street for a while was sponsored by Friends Reunited because ITV bought it, and their plan was <coughs> they were going to own a social network because because Friends Reunited was still quite big, um, and they were going to make loads of TV shows out. They're going to do a series called Friends Reunited, and it will be it will be that. And then literally about a month after they bought it, um, it, it, it the, the the bottom fell out of Friends. Reunited and uh, it disappeared. They didn't make any shows, I, and I think they didn't. They sell it back to the guy that invented Friends Reunited for a quid about ten years later because he said, "I think I can make a. I think I know how to make a success of it." And he bought it back for a quid, and um, uh, it failed miserably. I'm sure they did that with MySpace. It might have been a, a longer, a, a long time ago, maybe like five years ago. A long it. time ago, when there was a What you got for us, Dredge? No, it was just, uh, we were so poor when we were kids. Here we we go. were so poor. Here we, we go. Were, we were so poor 
we 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 literally had no money. Right. Um, no, but what it was, sometimes we would go to a fairground or something. Me and my sister, and um, my dad would buy us a hot dog, but it would only be half each. I'm afraid. Okay, yeah, no, I understand. But the thing each. is, those hot dogs are big, though. You know, my boys. Actually, my boys polish off. My boys have stopped ordering from the kids' menu. They order from the grown-up menu now. This is this is where it's going. But those hot dogs can be big, Dredge, and you're a, you're a little man. Well, now when I go to a fairground, you know, I make sure I buy a, a whole hot dog, and I feel really self-indulgent. Tough guy, huh? Tough guy. I do like a hot dog, but the, but those those bat the breads just the breads the bread is just bread, isn't it? What do, what do you think of bread and dripping? That's the question. Oh, I love it. I love, love a bit of bread and dripping. Yeah, oh, yes. I haven't had bread and dripping for a long, long time. Kath's pulling her nose Well, only up. because I remember sticking my finger in a bowl full of dripping thinking it was cake mix. Oh. Well, slurped it down. Yeah. Nasty surprise. Yeah, yeah. No, I, c- I can understand that. I couldn't eat olives for a long time because the first one I had I thought was a grape. Mouth was set for grape and said I got, I got bitter saltiness. Hey, Dredge, you know what I mean? And, um, anyway, um, my wife, um, my wife, um, <laughs> anyway, Dredge, you're right, you're keeping well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on Paul Ross yesterday. All right, well, mate. Literally, calm, calm well. down. <laughs> it won't be the first time, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, bye, bye, bye. Well, good Who's for you, mate. Leonard, Leonard Rossiter is that going to be? Oh, I can do Leonard Rossiter. Hang on, Miss Jones. Oh, Miss Jones. No, hang on. Oh, you gone, Frankie Howard. Oh, Rob Jones. No, don't touch you. Not no. Um, uh, oh, it's Jones. Uh, Miss Jones. There's a black man in here, Miss Jones. <laughs> That's not bad, is it, Dredge? It's not too bad, not too bad. You know, he also did uh, Reggie Perrin, didn't he? Which I think was superior. Uh, yeah, Reggie Perrin. Reggie Perrin was actually uh, funny. His boss was called CJ, wasn't he? Sorry? CJ. CJ. No, you should say, oh, CJ. I d- listen to me, Perrin. I didn't get where I am today by playing the fool. I can do all of the popular, all of the popular... Um, of the 70s. All the popular of the 70s. Yes. Yes. Is yes you, have you just called in, Dredge, just to, just to waggle your willy around, mate? Just to swank. Swank. Well, no, if I can just refer you back to the beginning of the show... Yes? Uh, you were asking for stories about people who ate food when they were kids. <laughs> and c- just to confirm, you did eat food as a kid, didn't you? Actually... I'm slightly annoyed. I went. I went to this strange uh, donut shop uh, in the West End right, oh, yeah. last week. Yeah. This, this, a bit, this, a bit, this is better be a gag. This is going to be a gag. I love it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm sat here. I'm. I'm sat on the edge of my seat. I'm waiting because Dredge is one of Britain's greatest comedy minds. Been retweeted by Danny Baker. He's been a guest on the Paul Ross show. And here we go. We got a gag. It's a gag. Just to set the scene again. He was in London's West End at a donut shop. Here's the thing, guys. There, there's no, there is no donut shop in London's West End. Here we go. He's in London's West End. He's in a donut <laughs> shop. Ladies and gentlemen, with the punchline to this gag, would you please welcome John Dredge. Dredge, over to you. It was £4 for one donut. Thank you. Hello? OK, thanks, thanks for your call. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get it. I just didn't get it. Um, let's go to Noel Taylor. Good evening, Noel. Hello, Ian and Kath. Hello, Nolan Taylor. Are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm fine, thanks. You don't care. You don't care. Eureka! 
I have just invented a flying saucer that can travel faster than the speed of light. Now, when you say you've invented right. it, do you have, do you mean a you've invented it and built it, or b you just thought of it? No, I haven't got a working model. Okay, so you just thought of it. Okay, right, go on then. Yeah, because I've, I've I've on that basis, I've just invented a monkey that climbs out of my butthole. Yeah, uh, uh, faster than the speed of light. No, nope. the monkey climbs it. out quite slowly. It's quite a painful process, but I invented it. By having swirling high-powered laser beams on its outer edge, concentrating an electromagnetic core within. Are you reading this from your report? one planet at a time. Hmm. Yes, yeah, I'm reading it. Good, he's written yeah. it down. Make sure you copyright that. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks very much for um, phoning NASA that time. OK, well, let's, I think we should phone up some more um, s- spacey people and um, you should tell them about this. We're going to... Uh, hang on a minute. Three, two, we're going to phone up L.A. L.A.'s fine, the sun shines most of the time and the feeling is laid back. There's a, there's a Neil Diamond impersonator playing at the Ails- Aylesbury Theatre. I'm tempted to take the night off work and go. Uh, let's phone up someone spacey. <coughs> Welcome to Verizon Wireless. We're sorry, the number you have dialed oh, has calling restrictions that have prevented the completion of your. Oh, you, you, you. Uh, let's try. It's a conspiracy. They it's don't a conspiracy. They don't want. They do not want three, two, three. Ellie's fine. The sun shines most of the time, and the feeling is laid back. Here we go. Let's try this. We're going to find space. Find space people. Your call will not be completed because the party you are trying to reach is not accepting calls from. Call- it gets stuffed. Not accepting calls from callers. Oh, jeez. Hang on a second. Let's try. Okay, we're gonna let's go to Glendale. Glendale zero zero one eight one eight. Hey, <laughs> Miss Jones, Miss Jones. I'm impressed with your impersonations, Ian. I'm very good. Very Here we go. Good, yeah. So we're gonna go to space people. No worries. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. They're busy. This is my wife. Sorry that I missed your call. My Please wife. Please leave a message and I will return your call as soon as possible. Tell him no. Go on, I'll tell At the tone, oh. please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Go on, no. Hello. Hello. I am Noel Taylor. I have just invented a flying saucer that can travel faster than the speed of light by having swirling high-powered laser beams on its outer edge, concentrating an electromagnetic core within, aimed at one planet at a time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hang on. There we go now. Brilliant. Well, let let us know if... if, um, It's it's a space place. It's astrology and astrocartography readings if they get back in touch with you. Best of luck, mate. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. It's fine. Put him in touch with science people, space people. Do you know, uh, without his expertise, we could never be instrumental in creating, you know, space travel. But in our small way, we've done it. Very happy to uh, to help there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The switchboard is empty, which is a relief. 
Um, but let's see if you can you can do something about that, i.e. phone in and stop it being empty. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10, with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. This is kind of not not particularly good story, but we're going down this 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 vibe. Finder's crispy pancakes will disappear from the shelves after sixty one years. I've never had one. Oh, delicious! <laughs> never had one. But um, what yeah. is the crisp? What uh, is it? Like a very fine breadcrumb. I'm surprised Findus is still going. Who did the curry? Vesta. Do you remember Vesta? Yeah. The Vesta, Vesta can't still be going. I'm surprised Findus is still They're going. They're what we used to take on our Duke of Edinburgh's award. Vesta, Vesta, cu- Vesta curries. Yeah. Now sold under the Bird's Eye brand, the new look crispy pancakes. Oh. Oh, so, um, well, hang on. So it's just, uh, basically, the story is Finder's crispy pancakes are turning into bird's eye crispy pancakes. They're doing a whisper stroke salad cream on it. They us. have different fillings and are 75 pence more expensive at £1.75. Generations of children grew up having them after school. I've never had a crispy pancake in my life. They used to come in cheese, ham and cheese and beef flavours, but will now be in mozzarella, it's cheese, tomato and mozzarella, and ham and mozzarella. So they used to come in cheese, ham and cheese and beef, but will now come in cheese, tomato and cheese, and ham and cheese. <laughs> the new breadcrumb-coated stuffed ones will have four in a pack, but are 20%. <laughs> it's just some pancake news. I fancy a Vesta curry now. Wow, yes, man. Yes, man. That's what it's about. Vesta curry is what it's all about. Oh three four four, four nine nine one thousand. Uh, by the way, what sad, what sad day when school? We don't know if the school has actually changed its curriculum, but primary school is forced to change its curriculum. Possibly they say they haven't, but who knows? Uh, but the the fact that that a load of idiotic, stupid, thick parents, Muslim parents in this instance, thick, stupid parents, pulled four hundred or six hundred kids. Numbers vary out of school because they don't want to learn that it's okay to be gay. Here's the thing. <clears throat> These primary school kids weren't being told where they put the genitals. They weren't being told about the sex act. They were just being told it's okay to be gay. It happens. <clears throat> that it happens. Well, we wouldn't want my primary school... Ch- well, wait, if you don't want your primary school children to know it, then you're a bigot. Simple as that. You're a bigot. My kids know it. Do you know why? Because uh, there's two kids in their school who've got... Well, there's at least two. There's, there's, there's two that I know of whose parents are both men. You know, and so, and they don't que- they don't question it, they don't question it. It's like, oh, that's um, Thingy Bob's dad, and that's his other dad. That's it. That's all. That's all they need to know. I mean, well, that's it. That that would be the com. You know, sometimes um, kids don't have a mummy and a daddy. They might have a daddy and a daddy, or they might have a mummy and a mummy, uh, because it's okay for um, men and women to fall in love. It's also okay for men and men to fall in love, and it's also okay for women and women to fall in love. OK, let's go and play in the sandpit. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. It's not a... And then uh, what what they do is they then, you know, get this and they do... It's, that's not what it's about. So anybody... How could anybody... How could anybody listening to this... You won't because you're all um, liberal left-wing lovies like us. How could anybody have any problem with 
uh, kids knowing that it's okay for men to love each other and for women to love each other. How can, how can you have a And also, you, you know, what if your kid is gay, right? What, what, and, and, and they don't... It's not discussed at home. It's not... Exp- and they're, they're there thinking, oh, God, I'm a boy, and everyone else fancies girls, but I really like Steve. I think Steve's cute, and I don't... I, this is how confusion happens. This is well, this can lead to self harm. This can lead to suicide. This can lead to bullying. Uh, 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 I wish, I wish, when I'd been seven or eight, that someone had pointed. Because I used to make fun of gays when I was a kid. Of course, you're, you're so gay. You're such a gay lord. I, but I wish someone had, had, had said very early on. By the way, you know that's cool. You know that that's okay. That that, that that people do this. It's normal. The thing is, these kids are going to find out, and they'll find out through Google, which you have no control there over whatsoever. Are no- Gay Muslims! There are no gay Muslims! Allah does not allow it! That's what they're saying. Of course there are. There's loads of, you, you can't suppress this stuff, man. You can't suppress this stuff. How could anybody, anybody, someone phone up, right, with, with, with one, one solid argument for not telling primary school kids that it's okay to be gay? One argument. You, you, you cannot do it. It, it you can't you can't do it because it's okay oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand good evening alan hello Ian. hello alan what can we do for you uh, as you were talking earlier about how poor you were when you were younger yes. and you didn't have anything to eat well when i was young my mom and dad went on holiday and there was me and my sister i was about 10 she was about 13 14 and we're rummaging in the cupboards to find something to eat. I made a digestive biscuit and sugar sandwich. Oh, it sounds wonderful. I want one. <laughs> I want one, Alan. You're like uh, Heston Blumenthal. That's what, I couldn't even find any butter. <laughs> oh, so it was dry? Yes. Wow, that would be okay. Well, I would, I would like a little bit of a uh, little bit of marge on there because that's a dry oh. thing. I used to love digestive biscuit with cheese, but I would slather it in margarine. Just slather it in margarine. Oh, well, it's the it? my parents didn't leave us any butter. Well, that's, you you guys had it. You guys had it really tough. I used to um, get a spoon and eat stork SB out of the out of the tub, and that's like lard. Do you remember lard? I do remember lard. Remember, I used to love a fry-up cooked in lard. Yes. What is lard? You don't see it anymore. What pig is fat. lard? Oh, you do, pig fat. My mother-in-law used to cook with lard. It's the best. You yes, get, it, I it, used to. No, well, she's not alive anymore. She would still be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's what ended it. She, she, her arteries blocked up, and she was she was because of that. No, but I just remember there's a very you know precise smell, which is different. Yeah. A fry-up with lard is very different. It's quite smoky lard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm, I'm going to get some lard. I'm guessing lard is very bad for you. Yeah, but well, in small doses. You're not going to just eat it on a butter. I, well, you might. I am no, going to... No, 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 well, the way we used to use it over here was you put a bit of lard in a frying pan yeah. and then yeah. you made your fry up. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Just like you do with, like, crisp and dry. But right? then... Crisp and, crisp and dry. <laughs> but then... The um the once you'd finished the fry up, the lard would solidify again. You scrape it up. And yeah. it scrape again. up, use it again. No, but you get that now. If you... Uh, Crisp and dry. You have a bit of bacon yeah. in the pan, and then after you've had your bacon, you look at your frying pan. Oh. It's just pure white. Oh, mate, I I do... I go, like, four or five cooks without cleaning my frying pan. 
because it's just, it keeps the flavour, keeps the flavour. You're not supposed to clean a wok. Exactly, I was going to say, my mate Dave Chung that I used to live with at university, his mum and dad had a Chinese restaurant and you were not allowed to touch his wok and he didn't clean it. Not allowed to clean the wok. Well, I've just started cooking things from scratch myself and I've started using chorizo and I've seen Jamie Oliver do this. You, you, You cut up some chorizo, just fry it up. And By the way, Kath is, Kath is dying inside not, every time you say chorizo. <laughs> well, no, She's it's dying it's inside. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Go on, so just correct him once, because it's... Well, I mean... Oh, just chorizo, say it. Has it. Sorry. Chorizo. <laughs> I, but I'm from Northern Ireland. We, we say things differently. I'm and from you... Manchester. You know, I tr- I'm making a effort. Oh, I'm sorry, Alan. I'm sorry you had to endure that. That was unpleasant. That was bullying. <laughs> That was trolling. Anyway, while I'm talking to you, have you got Northern Ireland sorted? Have you got no? Belfast do you know what they've not? They're quite um, the the black box where we'll be performing in July. They're they're quite busy. Quite, let's say busy. Let's have say they busy. Still not got back these? Sorry, have they still not? Got no, back we have these? a date in the diary, but they've not um, they've not got back with a ticket link yet. I will send them a little email tomorrow. I've got to sit at my computer tomorrow and try and write some words. So when <laughs> I am um, instead of writing the words, I'm going to send some emails because I struggle writing words, but I don't struggle to send emails. So I'll send them an email tomorrow, and we'll, uh, we will let you know. Well, me, me, my girlfriend, and my daughter are definitely coming. That's the, how old is your daughter? Just for, for d- d- well, we health and safety. Well, we one night before, and Kath was going to phone us out, but she's definitely nineteen. <laughs> there we go, she's perfect. Tonight, she's not here. <laughs> perfect, because we had uh, we have had like thirteen-year-olds rock up, and it's um... yeah, po- posing as twenty-five-year-olds. Oh, yeah, well, I, don't know. I was listening to a podcast earlier on today, and it was a nine-year-old talking, but I could have swore it was just Kath putting on a. <laughs> Kath putting on voices on this show. We Never. Will not Alan, we will ch- I will chase up the date, uh, the black box, and uh, I will let you know. Thank you very much indeed uh, for a list of all other dates. By the way, only seven tickets left for Manchester. If we sell those seven tickets this week, we'll try and put on a little something else on the Sunday as well. So Saturday, seven tickets left. Um, there's only like 20 tickets left for Glasgow now, and these are months away. So ianlee.com slash event. ianlee.com slash event is the place to go. I think there's like 12 tickets left for Brighton as well. Mark, you'll be first after the news, then it's Rainbow George. Oh three four 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 and oh, oh, I forgot his tapes. Oh three four 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 I know there was something I had to do. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative weeknights from ten with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I wipe my dog's bums, alright? I wipe my dog's bums. <gasps> Never! There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone Tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hand. 
primary school has been forced to, although they've said that they haven't, so I don't quite know, but this is, anyway, a primary school has uh, been forced to abandon anti-homophobia lessons following protests from Muslim parents. Parkfield School in Birmingham has said it will ditch the no outsiders classes until after Easter. Oh, okay, well, okay, until after Easter, while it consults with parents. Parents shouldn't have the power to do that. They shouldn't have the power to change a school's curriculum in that way. Because because of religious belief. You You can't do that. You shouldn't be able to do that. Shame on these parents. Shame on these Muslim parents. The school's assistant head, Andrew Moffat, who is himself gay, so what? Why do we even need to know that? Like he's pushing his own agenda, is the suggestion there. Why why do we need to know that he's gay? The whole point of it is it doesn't matter what you are. So who cares if this guy is gay? Oh, ah, the gays are trying to recruit. They're trying to brainwash normal kids and recruit them and then have sex with them when they're children because we know the gays are paedophiles. The school's assistant head, Andrew Moffat, who is himself gay, created the lessons to promote tolerance of same-sex couples and other minorities, but strict parents said they objected because homosexuality is against their religion. Tough. While others said children were too young for such matters. Tough. On Friday, parents said around 600 Muslim children were withdrawn from Parkfield for the day in protest. Mr Moffat has also been threatened and the school was daubed in graffiti. God. This and they exact- don't need lessons. This is exactly why they need to have the lessons, right? And I, I know there are a load of Christian families that are the same. The, these, the kids in this story are Muslim, but if you, if you, if you have a religious belief that, um, that looks down on anybody for what, whatever reason, then you're a bigot. You're a bigot. Flipping LBC, they LBC this one. They keep getting Christian concern on who are a tiny, tiny, rabid minority of extreme right-wing Christians. Like they're, they're tiny, tiny little organisation. But as long as um, things like the BBC and LBC give them credence, then people will think they are a serious um, organisation. They're not. They're a tiny bunch of idiots. Uh, Mr Moffat has also been... From 2020, all primary schools will teach gay and transgender issues as part of compulsory relationships education. Um, Listen, someone phone up and give me one good reason. One good reason to leave me. I'll give you 12 good reasons to stay. Anyway, they're bigots. I don't care, the Muslim or whatever. You wouldn't speak like that to Muslims. I am. They're bigots. All those parents that pulled their kids out are bigots, and you're creating problems, and you're creating division. Imagine, okay, imagine, and yeah, it's slightly different, but there are similarities, right? Oh, so my my kids' school, they're teaching um, 
why it's uh, it's okay to be a Muslim. No, 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 no. Pulling my kids out. Not having that. You do get some idiots doing stuff not, like that when there's like a mosque rip- visit. Not having and stuff. it. I'm not. I'm not having my kids learn. It's okay to be a Muslim. I'm not having it because there's my boys are C of E. That's the only way. C of E. Yeah. The church that was made up so that a, a bloke could get divorced. It's nonsense, man. Yeah, okay, kid, Muslim. Okay, I know. I know it's slightly different. People on online going, well, it's, not, it's not the same. Well, I know, I know, but it's tolerance, man. It's tolerance of difference, and um, being able to empathise with other people who have different outlooks on life, whether it's for religious reason. You know, and listen, we defend Muslim people on. You know, whenever there's like a terrorist attack and people start doing the usual, fun, well, it's, uh, Islam is a. Uh, is a religion of violence. Listen, we defend Muslims, defend Christians, we do defend them. But in this case, these suckers are wrong. These 600, the parents of these 600 kids are wrong. 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 Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. Good evening, Mark. What have you got for us tonight? Right, when you're on about um, food, when you're on about Vesta curries and things and mad sandwiches and yes, that... Yes, yes. I remember when I was younger, when I was about eight or nine, my mother used to sit down on a Saturday night and then it was only three channels. You had BBC One, BBC Two and ITV yeah. and watched the film, nine o'clock film, and she'd have an ideal milk sandwich. She'd have a what? Say that again. An ideal milk sandwich. What's remember a... the tins of ideal milk? I d- ideal uh, milk? No, I don't remember that. I remember, Is that like um, carnation. Con- condensed milk? Yes, yes, yes. You sit down with four slices of bread oh. and a tin of ideal milk and make sandwiches out of them. Do you know what? Yeah, my mum used my mum used to do that, but with... Um, yeah, yeah, I, didn't, I don't think it was called ideal, but yeah. My gran used to boil up carnation milk oh, in the tin yeah. and it, it comes out like caramel. caramel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you can make caramel out of it. I can, yeah. I can I sup that stuff. I can sup that stuff. And also, if I'm feeling decadent, get me a can of Tip Top. Get me a can of Tip Top. I'm no, having it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, listen, you and me, Mark, we're going to get a couple of cans, a <laughs> couple of tinnies of Tip Top. We're going to put yeah. two holes in. You need two holes in for it to come out. And we're just going to sit there and we're going to sup that good milky goodness get like a couple of guys. Tip Top. <laughs> uh, yeah, my mum used one. to do the milk sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, go on. And another one personal favourite of mine, get two nice thick sliced bread, yeah. toast it, Yeah. get some nice... Cheddar cheese, not too thinly sliced or too thickly sliced. Okay. And put loads of strawberry jam on the top. Oh, have you ever tried that? What is this? Is this some kind of sick fantasy masturbation phone-in? What, what are you talking about, you, oh, you deviant? Sweet and sour? Sweet yeah, and sour? Cheddar it. cheese and strawberry jam? What, are you stroking them on out now, you pervert? Oh, this is God, a wind-up, this is a wind-up, Catherine. You haven't lived. This, you haven't lived if you haven't had well, toast this with guy's a wind cheddar up. cheese and strawberry jam it's on the prank. top. It's oh, a, it's a sweet and sour. You have cheese with... Sweet and sour. You have cheese with fig jelly, right? Well, that's like jam. No, but try, try strawberry jam. I'm sticking up for you. I'm sticking up for you. I mean, yours is kind of the low rent version of this, like do posh fig chutney thing. Do your flies up. Put it away. We're not interested. <laughs> People like you, you're, you're like the, the guy on the front page of the Star that I wasn't going to d- d- talk about. The jockey dwarf caught, caught with his pants down at an arcade. Oh, no. you're, you're worse than that, dude. Good, good night. Oh. Good night. I cancel. I hereby cancel our tip-top drinking session. Sorry you had to listen to that. I should have dumped that, guys. That was disgusting. Sweet and sour. Jammy cheese. 
No, I'm not having that, mate. I'm not having that. Um, let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, Jerry. I've got some bad news. Um, unfortunately, someone on Digital Spy doesn't yeah. like it when you phone him because he can't understand you. So I have made the decision, I've made the decision to ban all disabled people from calling in, Jerry. And that's okay. your, that's your and fault. you should apologise to him. Apologise to him and we'll translate for you. What's your name? What's your name? Um, let me, let me find, uh, let me find the, the, the guy's, uh, name. Hang on a second. We I mean, he won't be it. listening now. We'll have switched off because of you, obviously. But... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do it. Let me find this guy's name. Hang on. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on! Calm down! Calm down, calm down, I'm finding it. Here we go, guys, radio tuner. I haven't listened for a while. I tuned in Monday and Tuesday, this was last week, I enjoyed the stand-ins. I tuned in last night, the first caller I heard was Jerry. I know the man has problems, but it was an instant switchover. So, Jerry, you apologise to Radio Tuna on the Digital Spy Forum, please. Thank you, Jerry. Give me a... Give me a... I'll come back with a written statement. Apologies. Give me a chance to ring back with a written statement. I'll ring back with a written statement. He's going to ring back with a... He's going to ring back... All right, Jerry, we'll speak to you in ten minutes. He's going to ring back with a statement, Radio Tuna. But, but I, it, I have decided... Um, I am banning all disabled people from calling in. It's just it's just not worth the hassle. They're not worth their tiny minority. And also, it's not normal. We know that. They're teaching disability rights at school. No, they're not. Kids, we're having a day off. You will not learn that it's normal. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Imagine if they, someone had never listened to this show and that was the first bit they heard. Me telling a man with Parkinson's he's banned because people can't understand him. Welcome, stranger. <laughs> Good evening, George. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, you didn't ha- happen to hear my call to Dutton Adebayo this morning, did yeah, you? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, that was funny, because I told his producer that you you told it, me to pee off, and, and, yeah. and uh, he listened back to it. I think it would be lovely if you gave Dutton a call tomorrow morning. It, it, I'll, de- I'll decide when I'm going to call Dotton, George, but thank you. No, no, it'd be nice to hear you having a conversation. Yeah, it will you. happen. It will happen when I don't have to get up early one morning. I've already planned this. It will happen when I don't have to get up early one morning and he has something on which I wish to speak. How oh, good. Uh, you could tell him why you told me to pee off. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to phone up. Here's the thing. I'm not going to waste my call to Dotton Adebayo, one of uh, a great broadcaster. I'm not going to waste it talking about you. We're not going to okay. mention you at all. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, why why you, would you, we? Why would you, we? I don't know. You, you've conjured a few memories for me tonight to, already, okay. talk, talking about Jonathan Ross. Yes. I, I was a guest on his... I don't think we mentioned Jonathan Ross. Yes, you did. Paul when? Ross. <laughs> Sorry? Paul Ross. No, you mentioned Jonathan no, Ross's TV show. No, we didn't. You didn't? Nope. Well, I was a guest on Paul Ross's TV show as well. And fr- Frank Boffs and, and others. Frank uh, shamed a sports story. presenter. Yeah, and uh, conjured memories of the black box in, in Belfast. Yes. I'm just looking at a poster now. Uh, I did several gigs, sort of s- seven weeks running. Yeah. Uh, in in Belfast, we guessing had... it's something like the twenty seventh anniversary since no one turned up or something. Is it? No, no. no. We, 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 I, I was ho- holding a postal ballot. I, I, I was uh, 
speaking on behalf of the Make Politicians History Party and people were uh, taking part in a ballot to make politicians history and th this was the last gig at which the the ballot would be counted and I'm just looking at the poster the, the, It's a lovely venue, it's a great venue I'm looking forward to going back there in July It is, it, it had just opened yep. uh, It had well, just we're it, gonna close it, it. It, 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 it was the, the Rocky Rolling Rainbow Road Show 060606 Universal Wonder Day joined the snappy title. There's one thing you got on your side is snappy titles. I've often thought that. Joined the Rainbow Revolution in the black box, Hill Street Cathedral Court about where the result of the MPH postal ballot will be counted and and what? And declared okay. 060606, yeah. another revolution, the party to end all political <sighs> parties. This is why this is why you don't get on other radio shows because you're boring. This is boring. It's don't not read. Boring. It is. You're just reading a you're reading a 13 year old poster out. Yeah, but it's a good story. You haven't told you. us a story. Don't read the poster. Tell us the story. The poster is boring. <laughs> Uh, well, the, the poster's boring. The poster's yeah, the poster. Boring. Yeah, George, trust me, right? I, I'm, I'm driving a radio show that I've got to keep entertaining. You reading a poster is boring. Okay, <laughs> but the poster ends up oh six oh six oh six. The end of days. You're still the reading the poster is boring. Tell me the story. Uh, the, the story was we we. Conducted this postal ballot uh, over Here we go. Uh, 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 over several weeks, and, and uh, some thousands of people voted to to to, to make politicians' history. Well, I, I know because I, I, we don't have politicians anymore, so it worked. Uh, no, we're still making. Uh, we're, we're still campaigning uh, to make politicians' history. I mean, they are our servants. They're not going to tell us that they're redundant. We have to tell them that they're redundant, okay. and we will tell them they're redundant. Okay. Well, you keep telling them that then. So, yeah. Well. Do it. It's. Well, I'm trying to do it. It's. it's well, do it. It's all. Do it then. <laughs> don't tell me. I don't care. Tell them. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I really don't understand you. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, George, I'm finding these calls really, really boring. Just just boring, man. It's my job is to try and keep this show as entertaining as possible. And I just, just, you know, the last couple of calls, you phoned up to talk about other people's radio shows, and then you've read a poster. I, what, I, what am I... I don't know what I'm supposed to do, man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, an old man... <laughs> Trying to start a peaceful revolution. But you're, but you're winding me up. Why am I winding you up? Because you're annoying me. But, but I don't know. I I I, I just because you're arrogant and boring. You keep calling me arrogant. I'm, I'm you're, just, you're very arrogant. I'm you're you're arrogant. one of the most you're one of the most arrogant callers we've ever had. I'm very self-deprecating. No, I'm you're not. not you're very self-obsessed. You're a narcissist. I'm not a narcissist. You're very self-obsessed. You misjudge me totally. You you miss you miss you miss you cannot listen to others and take on board the criticism. 
Of course I can. No, well, you don't. You never have. You never have in any of the calls that I've been involved in. I don't know why you've... I don't know why you you, you want to criticise me. Because, uh, I, I've t- well, because <laughs> you, you, I told you. Because you, you're not listening. I've told you why I want to criticise you. don't want to. I want to be able to enjoy these calls, but they're boring. And my job is to make an entertaining show. I'm trying to provoke thought. But I'm you're into- not, though. You're reading a poster and telling me about a, a radio show you were on 22 hours ago. There's on another okay. station. OK, well, what, what about John's Gospel, which strongly suggests that, that Jesus was gay? Uh, now we're talking. What, now what? we're talking gay Jesus. Now we're in, yes. Give us the gay Jesus facts. Well, J- Jesus says to his disciples, if, if you want to follow me, uh, you have to leave your wives and... and Here we go. Uh, and then he gave, one, he gave them one commandment. I, I <laughs> command you to, to love one another. There we go. And then John declares himself as being the disciple that Jesus loved. There we go. Uh, Perfect. We got, so, now, that's interesting. Yes. Well, I, I, oh, good. I'm glad I... I, I I've put something that yeah. interests you. OK. All right, listen. Well, thanks for the call, George. Tapes are in the post. Tapes are in the post. No, they're not. You said you forgot them. Yeah, it was a joke, George. Tapes are in the post. This is the thing. You can't... Every t- every time I say something, I'm instantly called a liar. No, you, you say I don't listen. I, I heard you say... It that. was a joke! They're in the post! Oh, good. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Every time, I end up getting so wound up. The most frustrating caller ever! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The switchboard is empty for the first time uh, this evening. Um, I, do you know what I was thinking after I, I, I found George's calls very frustrating recently um, because I like I like a bit of conversation. I shout a little bit. It's a bit of theatre. It's a little bit of theatre, but with George it really winds me up because I like a bit. Of, first of all, it's our show, right? Yours and mine, Catherine. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of the hosts, and we have to. You're the producer as well, and we kind of have to make it as. Um, as interesting and as bouncy or whatever as possible, okay? And we don't always get it right. Of course we can't. I'm doing 15 hours of improvised theatre a week, right? It's, it's not like an, a, other radio shows where we have they have loads of guests lined up or they have, you know, really strong uh, uh, topics and they've, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not that show. It's, it's, it's a very, you know what the show is. It's very ramshackle. It's very off the cuff, off the hoof. Both. Are we really? Uh, it's it's kind of on the hoof. It's on the hoof, off the cuff. It's spontaneous. You know, we have a few kind of stories written down from the papers, but literally, I, when I grab the story, I've got a dozen stories written down. They're not very good ones today, but I don't read the stories. I just see the headline and go, "Oh, that might be quite good." and jot it down. Sometimes we read them and they're not very good. So we don't always get it right. And I'm sure you can understand with 15 hours of improvisation a week, uh, if Half of it is good. That's not bad odds. And I think we do. I think we do more than half. I think maybe we're getting like eighty percent a week is good. 
and the rest is is is, is up and down. But some you know sometimes it goes. But I just but the, but, we, but it's our show, right? So of course we dominate the conversation. And but but there has to be a conversation, and there is no conversation uh, with George Wasim. Stop phoning us up. Wasim is banned. He just keeps phoning up every night. He phones up. Like 30 times a night. Is that the, Wasim who's told us at least four times yes. he's never phoning again? He phones up about 30, 50 times a night. He, he, he flashes on the screen for five seconds and puts the phone down. It says by your name, Wasim, you're not coming on the air. Stop it! But thanks for listening. He's <laughs> not listening, listening, though. He's on the phone. <laughs> counts. It still counts. still counts as the figures. Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I have... Uh, I've looked death in the eye this last week, in the last last ten days. Literally, literally looked it in the eye. Not my death, but I've looked looked it in the eye. And uh, the conclusion I've come to, I've been reminded of. This don't matter. None of this matters. This don't matter. Right? This radio show don't matter. Okay. Um, my my written off card don't matter. Right? This, 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 this radio doesn't matter. None of this matters. If I lose lose this job tomorrow. It don't matter. Something something will happen. You know, none of this ma- none of this matters. This isn't important what we're doing, Catherine. Some people say, "Well, no, it is important because you help people and that guy." Forget. No, 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 no. This isn't important. All we're doing here is filling in time until we die. That's it. That's all this show is. It's all radio is. It's all television is. It's all movies is. It's just to fill in time until we die and I'd forgotten that and I was starting to take this a little bit too seriously and a little bit this doesn't matter and if tomorrow my boss phones up and says well Ian it's been a great run but we're not going to renew your co- you know, it's a, okay thanks very much I appreciate you letting me come in and play it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I mean you know so I think that when boss if you're listening it does matter to me I've not got quite as many no 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 we got, we're a team boss if I go she no, goes. Seriously, I can. If I go, she goes. Coffee I've got a few quid in the bank clean. at the moment, so I'm all I, right. I haven't. So it doesn't matter. Something the universe will provide. Will you? The universe. No, 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 no. Okay, I cannot. Well, do the universe that. hasn't got a great track record with me at the moment. Well, so. the, hey, whoa, whoa, oh, the, okay. Have how have you been financially the last fifteen years? Mm, managing. And that's it. So we can ask for it. Will always be all right. Trust me, the universe will provide for you. I guarantee it. Once you have faith, once you hand it over... Do you know what we really need? Yeah, go on. Back. Did you just fart? No. Yes, you did. It's this. She went, do you know what we need? <laughs> no, I didn't. Did you hear that, Dilly? If you're listening on DAB, 0344-499-1000, did you just hear Catherine go, you know what we need? <laughs> and, she, and she dropped her guts. <laughs> that didn't happen. That you. Happened. No, it wasn't. Was it you? No, I swear it on my it life. It wasn't me. I swear on I your, can, your but life, I'm holding on in. my life, on my kids' lives. I did you, dear listener, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand? Did you just hear? I'm trying to be uh, spiritual and wise. She's cutting the cheese. I am not. She's passing air through poo. No cheese was cut. Go on. What I was going to say we need a bank of a zillion wonders. No, we we'd don't have to do anything for that. None of this, none of this matters, guys. None of this. Uh, none of this matters. Let's go to. Mungo. Hello. Hello, Mungo. Uh, yeah, a bit confused, but um, b- 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 before I ask the question, um, you said that you you stared death in the eye. Yep. What colour eye? Uh, it was very dark. Really? Yeah. 
No, I did. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go into any more detail, but, you know, I've, I've looked it in the eye. No, 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 no. Um, why is Dennis Norden calling up your show and calling himself Frank George? What's with that? Because, he, as we all know, Dennis Norden faked his death because he, he yeah. just couldn't find any more funny uh, clips of people swearing and it was, he was aware that those clips were getting too self-aware. So he faked his yeah. own death, created this character of Rainbow George and he phones us from time to time for a little bit of bants. Classic bants. Classic from beyond the grave bants. Okay, well, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, that, that can make sense, that can make sense. Yep. Um, and, um, yeah, on the um, kids and um, gayness thing... Yes, kids and gayness, yes. Yeah, kids and gayness. Um, I, 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 I think maybe it's probably wrong, maybe, because it's gay. See what I did there. Oh, okay, so that's the, that's the third joke you've done, and, and all three were, were crap, Mongo, absolutely. Absolutely awful, but well done. Thanks very much for your call. It's appreciated. You, feel, you filled in two minutes of airtime. Filled in. To, we're two minutes closer to death. Thanks to Mungo. You blame me for cutting the cheese. That was verbal cutting of cheese. Good evening. Wasim's calling in again. Put the phone down. You're not coming on. You're not coming on. Good evening, Ross. You're coming on. Oh, good evening. Good anyway. Evening. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I just wanted to know, have you been watching the new series of This Time with Alan Partridge? I have missed it. I will watch them at some point. Catherine says it's not very good. I didn't say that. Yes, you what? did. No, I did not. Yes, you did. No, it was flipping, um, that Northern Irish fella rang up said it was, and I said it was all right. I, th- I thought they were funny bits. He was very snobbish you about it. You said it wasn't very good. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. No, maybe not in so many words. I said it was all right. I wasn't offended yeah. by it. No, he no, was no, saying no, it was right, absolutely crap. Hang on, Ross, Ross. Don't you tell me to calm keep, down. Keep out of this, Ross. You say, oh, what, so what did you say? What you, shut up, Ross! What are you claiming you said? I you said, said it was, was all right. I said you said, f- no, you said it was... You I just said, said it was all right and there's yeah, some funny bits. Right, so you said it was all right, OK? So just saying something is all right means it's not very good. No, yeah, I it say does. it's not very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, or, no not very you good say, and all right no, are different. No, they're not different. You say something is all right, that means... Yeah, it's all right. If you no, go, it's all right. Uh, it, no, <laughs> if you go... Oh, how was that film? Oh, that was all right. Can tell me well, that means... No, you tell me well, you can ask me how Shut up, Ross! For God's sakes, man! I'm going to punch you in the throat! Steady! <laughs> Steady! With, with, with language like that, let's be friends. Ross, what did you make of it? Because Kath thinks it's just all right, not very good. Didn't say that! <laughs> oh, right, shut up. Right, I, I, I beg your pardon. Right? Don't you tell my mate to shut up, Ross! I'll punch you in the throat. <laughs> you leave her alone, Ross! I, I, I have been a, an Alan Partridge fan since um, No Me No You. The TV um, series? Aha, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was an, uh, uh, an Alan Partridge fan since uh, On The Hour. So I've been an Alan Partridge fan longer than you. All right, mate? All right, buddy? Um, carry on, carry on. Carry thanks. on. You probably never even heard On The Hour. Carry on. Carry on, yes, buddy. Um, I have. Thank you. Okay, um, what was it? What was it, mate? Well, I'll get to my point. What was um, the, what was on the hour, um, mate? What was on the hour? On the hour was on BBC Radio Four. Right. Okay. And but you didn't like Alan Partridge then. You weren't a fan of him then. You only became a yeah, fan. No, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm one of the biggest fans of all time. Right, 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 right. You said you, you, you became a fan knowing me, knowing you, the TV series. So you weren't a fan of him during on the hour. Or the day to day, or knowing me, knowing you on the radio. So those three, uh, huge, 
Um, but huge moments in Alan Partridge's life. You weren't a fan then. But you call yourself no, a fan. I... All right, mate, carry on. Plastic fan. Weekend fan. Carry on. <laughs> carry on, buddy. You were a fan about five years after everyone else. You carry on, mate. Go on. Well, no. I'm, oh, God. I'm going to... Oh, no. I was more of a TV fan. Not, 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 I didn't even know the radio stuff existed till I started watching the TV stuff. Okay. And then I realised the radio existed. You, you didn't radio, know radio, radio existed stuff. until you watched the, the telly? Fact, what, was oh, there an advert for oh. radios on there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. You're an idiot. Do you know what you're like, Ian? You're like a really annoying bigger brother. <laughs> That's what you are. You're, I haven't got a, bu- a brother, but you're... If you're you haven't brother, got a bugger? You're, you're the one I want to... Why did you say I haven't got a bugger? What is wrong with you? How does your mind work? You're a deviant. You're a sexual deviant. This is why I don't want my anyway, Muslim kids to learn about being gay. Right, listen, when you get round to watching it, yeah. okay, you, there's a second in the second episode, which was on the other night, okay. when um, they got a studio audience in the studio and Alan Partridge goes up the steps and he accidentally knocks someone off but you have to watch it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You've just told me the gag. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. There's so many bits. I... Okay, he's just telling me the gag. I love it when people explain comedy to you. <laughs> love it. I don't like it when they tell me the gag. I'm going to watch them at my leisure. I'll probably wait until they're all done and then just have a Sunday afternoon. I was it? thinking about that conversation yes, we had about Alan Partridge last time mm. round, and it got, it got heated again, and I just think, stop forcing everyone yeah, exactly. to like what you like exactly. or don't like what you don't like. Exactly. Just, just listen and chill, chill out, out, man. Anna. It's just chill a out. bit of fun. Just chill out. Just, guys, what is your problem? Leave it, all right? It doesn't matter. None of this matters, Okay. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. Do you know what I was thinking of doing today? Um, and I didn't do it because we, we. Well, no, we, we. Well, we. I think. I think we're about to enter a phase where we might start getting told off for things, right? Where just as you know, as we move in building and it's becoming a little bit more corporate. And it's a, but I was thinking today, like you do, you do the show, but you just give out the phone number for LBC. So you go... Well, so, OK, so we're talking about... Well, OK, what food did you eat as a kid? Give us a call now. 03459090973 or whatever. The, I, I don't know what the phone number was. Six, I don't know what the phone number is. But just giving out their phone number, you catch a few people out. And you, you, on a good day, you, the, the switchboard at LBC, it wouldn't be bombarded. We don't get that many calls. But it would be enough to really wind them up. Yeah, I'm phoning in about... Um, I want to speak to the host phoning in about uh, sandwiches my mum made in the 70s. Yeah, we're we're actually talking about anti-Semitism in Labour at the moment. And Brexit. Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah, no, we used to... Uh, we used to have uh, Marmite on bananas. Yeah, we're talking about Jeremy Corbyn uh, at the moment. Uh, I just... It made me laugh in the car this afternoon. Well, I'm glad. Thanks very much indeed, Mum. Uh, Nigel, stay there. Buddy, because uh, you're going to be next. It's about to get real. It's about to get um, real boring. <laughs> uh, I kind of, I guess a lot of these people just kind of had enough. But I don't know how, I don't know how to tell them. Well, you've just been telling them. He's not listening. You're not, um, you're not listening, are you, Nigel? 
Give me some water, please. I want some water. There we go. I told you he wasn't. What? 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, let's hope he got his water. Did you get your water? Give me some water, please. <laughs> Imagine if he was actually dying and he needed water. We just laughed at him. And Went to the we it's a good gag, isn't it? It's yes. a good gag. Is it? I don't know. What, I don't. Could you explain the gag to us, Big Nige? It's uh, does it, the man you was talking about does it on TV, doesn't he? Oh, Alan Partridge. You know. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does, oh, yeah, 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 he does. He does, actually. In the advert. Yeah. Well, someone get me some water, please? That's not oh, a bad... Yeah, hang on. That's not I a bad partridge impression. I like that. All right, well yeah, done, I'll, Nigel. I'll just bring it down. Hang on, I'll just bring it down. Will someone get me some water, please? <laughs> Will someone get me some water, please? Come on, get me some water, please. Get me some water! Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 literally, literally the funniest 20 seconds you've ever done on air, Nigel. Well done, at last. I've woken all the bloody neighbours up, too. Oh, what's your language, buddy? Oh, sorry. That's all right. Um, anyway. Anyway. I've well, that's... a song tonight. I found um, um, Love Songs by Barry Manilow. Oh, yeah. And I've got the, the backing track, but I can do, uh, obviously, a cappello, and I've got about uh, half a dozen songs that well, to we, learn here. Let's but... just pick one. Mm. Well, I already know this some month. of them anyway. Uh, there's one called I Can't Smile Without You, which is a nice uh, I love nice song. that one. I love Barry Manilow. Yeah. I think he's great. Uh, do, you uh, know, do you know a great yeah. Barry Manilow song? One Voice. Do you know that song? Singing in the, the darkness. darkness. All, All it takes is one voice. Very soon you're son of a do ba da ba 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 I am quite the fan of Yeah, I like, I like Barry Manilow. I think, mm. he's, I think he's great. Is, it, is he gay? Yes, quite yeah. a bit. Yes, he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, my mum told me and I didn't realise... Well, his husband did, thinks he know? is anyway. It doesn't matter, though, does it? No, no, not really, no. No, it doesn't matter. Nice for him. I think... I think do you think it's wrong to be bisexual? No. Nope. Yes, that I do. I think it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, dear. Willies, Willies and Fannies? No, 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 no. Just choose. Pick no, a no, side. I, mean, I, I, I always stick to one, you see. Which one do you stick one. to? One or the other. <laughs> one or the other. Listen, listen. No, of course there's nothing. Because but, uh, there's nothing wrong with being bisexual. Yeah. Of course there's nothing wrong with it. No, no but I, 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 I prefer just to go with one person, uh, either one or the other. Well, probably only women, mainly, because I don't really fancy men. Uh, so I must be, I must be normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, well what's normal? What anyway. is not? What is normal? Is, uh, what is normal? Well, normal? Wanting wanting love is normal, apart from those people that don't want love. It's, I think it's better to have somebody than nobody. If that's what um, you want, some people don't want anybody, and that's but I fine. Want company, you know, because yeah, I but you don't want someone. Company, you don't want someone no. rubbish. Oh no, no, no. So but you understand what I mean? You need uh, everyone needs somebody to love. Well, I don't know if everybody does. In fact, I know that not everybody oh. needs somebody to love. I would suggest that most people. Let's try and break this down into a Venn diagram. But I some would suggest like being on their own, don't they? Some yeah. people like being on their own. Yes, I, I would suggest that most people want somebody to love, but some people don't want anybody to love, and they're happy with that. And other people yeah, love everybody. Different. Some people want lots of people to love. Good yeah. for them. Just, just, you know, just uh, my favourite... Yeah. Remember the Freddie Mercury tribute concert? And yeah. um, uh, uh, the, loads, the, the Spinal Tap played there. And they were... Do you remember this? They mm. were interviewed mm. backstage, right? And someone said to them, so what did, uh, what did you learn from Freddie and Queen? And one of them said, well, the operatics. 
in rock. I learned about operatics, and another one went, yeah, yeah. Mm. I learned to always double bag it. Wow. <laughs> that was a great one. He Any... was quite an opera singer, wasn't he? He was. He was great. Great singer, yeah, Freddie Mercury. He just, just did lousy yeah, songs. He's a fabulous pianist. A fabulous pianist. I don't know about that. Went... I never saw him nude. Mm. No, pianist. Yeah, I never saw no, it. Pianist. You couldn't see it. Yeah. Because you couldn't see it because he would have that yeah. microphone stand in the way. You could, you could nearly oh. see it. His outfits were quite mm, tight. No, I, I wouldn't. Mm. I, was, I, was too busy, I was too busy looking at his face. I wouldn't want <laughs> well, to look at his penis. It's going to be Easter again, won't it? Next week. Yep, it? changing the subject. Anyway, Nigel, why don't you do us, do us a Barry Manilow yeah. song? Okay, then. That was funny what I said, wasn't it? Get me some water. Don't, yeah, don't milk it. Have you recorded it? No. Nope. You think you, you can't play it back to me? No, 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 no. Just do the song. Oh. Okay, I'll do the song. Oh, you might be able to record this then. No, just do the song. Let's just keep it live. Well, you don't know when they're going to do it. Record you do it. Somebody else does. I'm it, so they? close to cutting you off. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right, here we go then. Um, here we go. You know I can't smile without you. I can't smile without you. I can't laugh and I can't sing. I'm finding it hard to do anything. You see, that I feel sad when you're sad. I feel glad when you're sad. You. His batteries are running I just can't smile without you. You came along. Christ, stop my drums! Who believe I believe? It's a funny bit here. It goes like, "Who have It's a funny hard bit to say. Who'd believe that you were part of a dream? Yeah. And then it says, "Lived in a tent, massage my back." It's happiness takes so very hard to find. I'm finding it hard. Leaving it loved behind Key change. me. I think my throat's gone with all this shouting. OK, well, they, they, well in that case, we'll get... Give him some water! Thank you, Nigel. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. 0344 <laughs> Tough Tough old uh, crowd tonight. Tough crowd. Do you not think? I mean, t- I mean, the crowd, I mean callers. Tough callers tonight. I can't name one caller that's been any good tonight. Uh, can't name one. I mean, name what? one. Name one caller that's Nigel been Nigel made good. me laugh. I mean, okay, yes. Okay, twenty seconds of a of a ten minute call. Oh, that's not bad odds. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. You, uh, you take Nigel. I'll take twenty seconds of Nigel. Okay, okay. Oh, three. Not a second more. Um, oh, three, four, four. Switchboard is empty. Dear listener, you're welcome to uh, to rectify that if you want. I've got to say, we've got five tickets left for Manchester. Ooh. Five tickets. We sell those five tickets this week. We're going to try. We're going to try and do another show extravaganza on Sunday, and it'll either be like a game of tag in the park, or we'll try and get a venue. And if you bought a ticket for the first one, you get like really, really cheap ticket for the second Can one. Can I express a preference of something not running? Okay, so it'll be tag. No, come on. Or maybe, maybe we go. Oh, okay. This is okay. This is what we can do. Maybe we go and do an adventure room, escape room. <laughs> With the listeners. Well, all of us. Yeah. I don't want to be locked in with them. Yeah. I don't maybe, want to be locked in with you. Maybe, well, you would be handcuffed to me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we go and do an escape room with no, the listeners. I hate the idea. I, I, I don't like being locked in. 
I'm not th- even joking. Uh, for crying out loud, you just, you just, if you don't like it, you just press a button and they'll let you out. Okay, I'll press a button straight away. Or I'll hold the bags and wait outside. No, you're coming in. No. That would be something, wouldn't they? Do they have escape rooms no. in Manchester? No, they banned Yeah, them. it's called prison. <laughs> Strange ways. That's it. I couldn't think of the name of the prison. That was that was the that would have made the gag uh, whole. Uh, yeah, maybe we do that. So if, if we sell these five tickets, maybe we look at doing an escape room and everyone chips in. Not like do quasar or something. Uh, oh, serious fun with the laser gun. Yeah, we could do a little bit of quasar. I'll do that. It's quite. But uh, here's the here's the thing in Manchester. It's not they have actually real guns in there. That's a stereotype, mate. Yes, yes. So a lot of humour is based on, a lot of jokes are based on um, stereotypes. Like, there's two Pakistanis. No. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I believe you've got a um, story about a-holes. <laughs> I've got so many. <laughs> Do you want one about a woman who got tied up in her car or the man who reckons he found his uh, girlfriend's dirty box? <laughs> he did. Man horrified after finding girlfriend's creepy box. Oh. <laughs> like in Netflix is you. No, no, no. <laughs> what would you do if you found a box full of things you thought you'd lost in your partner's wardrobe? This is the predicament one man has recently found himself in after curiosity got the better of him. While his girlfriend was out at a university, he claims he stayed behind in their bedroom and had a rummage through things out of boredom, which is always your first mistake. Well, no, the first mistake is being a partner who leaves a partner alone in in your house or apartment. When you've got stuff. Because of course you're going to go... Would you have a rummage? You wouldn't. You've read your daughter's diary, so don't talk to me. I didn't. Yes, you did, No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I found a piece of paper... And, and, you, it, and it was a, torn out of her diary, and she'd binned it. So right. I was so, thinking, what's this that she's so, written on? So you read a bit of her diary? Yeah. Yeah. Boring. Okay. Well, yeah, I would... I, would. I was checking it was it was for chucking out, is uh, what was going on. Jeez, oh, come on. Come on. I would, of course, um, if I'm left, if I were to be left in a... If you were to be left in my house, would you have a rummage? Well, no, because we're not partners. All right, okay. It's a partner's because... It's not just anyone's. No. Uh, no, because yeah, you would. If I was babysitting your kids and they were asleep, You'd have a and you room. were late, yeah, I would. Wow, I would. But that's different from a partner's house because a partner, there's already an implied sense of trust. So you're you're, you're, you're allowed to look for things to disappoint you. Well, no, you just start to go. Well, what's at the back of their sock drawer? What's What's that? What's in that box on the top of their Good to know. cupboard? What's What's in their loft? Wow. What's <laughs> What's in their loft? What's under you're this? The, you're getting the ladder out. What's under this loose floorboard? <laughs> what's behind the fridge? <laughs> well, this is what you're going to find. Okay, be quick because Jerry's on the on what the line. What he found a her wardrobe left in. him feeling genuinely scared and unsure of how to proceed. Okay, the unnamed 21 year old re- revealed all in a post on Reddit. In the post, he claims he found a mysterious cardboard box on top of the woman's wardrobe, which contained a number of items he used to own, including a toothbrush, receipts and boxer shorts. Okay. But mixed in with these were some very bizarre things, such as hair. I had a scrunchie from an ex-girlfriend for a long time. Smelled nice. Smelled fur. It's nice. Jeez. Smelled nice. I hope that was from the 90s, because there's no excuse for scrunchies. It was the the, the early 90s. Hair, toenail clippings and even a used condom. That is, um, that's she's voodoo. Keeping, she's voodoo. keeping samples, yeah. That's voodoo. Yeah, she's that's gonna, black magic. She's going to make a new one. Wow. He said, we've been together for just over a year and we've never had any issues apart from minor arguments that we easily resolved. Up until recently, I've never noticed anything strange about her behaviour. No, because she keeps it in a box. 
A few days ago, she left her room at uni to go to a lecture in the morning and left me up there. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I opened it, found so many things I used to own. There were odd socks in there that she's taken, a toothbrush that I thought I'd lost after our holiday, bits of hair, presumably from my comb, toenail clippings, receipts I assume she stole from my wallet. She even has things like empty wrappers of food that I know were mine. There was a piece of glass in there, don't know what that's from, a USB phone charger, a half-used bar of soap, boxer shorts, used gum, used plasters from God knows where. That's love. It's just it's love. And the used condom. That's just love. So all it is is love. It's this love. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Good evening, Jerry. Jerry's back. It's the last time Jerry can call in because uh, Radio Tuna on the uh, forum for Amen Digital Spy says, I haven't listened for a while. I tuned in Monday and Tuesday. I enjoyed the stand-ins. I tuned in last night. The first caller I heard was Jerry. I know the man has problems, but it was an instant switchover. So I've made the bold, and I'm the first to do this in not only British radio, but world radio. They've probably done it in Germany, actually. But I am the first person ever, the first radio host to ever ban disabled callers from calling in. It's a bold, bold step. This is this is the, the way to go. It's all thanks to Radio Tuna. Jerry, I believe you have an apology. Dear Mr Tuna, I am also trying to learn of your post on the Auburn DS forum. I am beside myself with genuine remorse. I am sorry if I've obliged to switch channels, but good news is on the way. Mr Lee has promised to ban all disabled listeners and permanent callers from his radio show. So you shouldn't see from me anymore. Thank you very much, Mr Tuna. Nope, I didn't get a word of that either. But Jerry, you uh, you're, you're taking this exactly the right way. It's it's it, I, I, I've got to say goodbye. Uh, if you could tell Jerry, could you do me a favour? Yeah. Could you tell all the other disabled people they're banned? Disabled people, follow the Sandy off crossroads. We're all banned. Thank you very much indeed, Jerry. Well, he took that very very Gracious, well. Gracious, you took know, that very very well. Let's go. Let's go to Simron. Good, e- Simron. Hello. Hello, Simron. You're live on Talk Radio. Hello, you're right. I was just wondering, what do you think about Brexit? What do you really Hello? want? What do you really want to talk about? Hello, and that was it. There you oh, go. that and was a, awkward. Nice try. Nice. Well, not even a nice try. It was a lousy try. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very welcome to. We, uh, I'll, I'll remind you of what we've talked about after the, the news at, at midnight. So if you want to, but you know the score. We, we sit here and we just talk rubbish. Um, and you can call in about absolutely anything you want. I mean, if you're going to do a prank call, try a little bit harder than I was wondering what you think about Brexit. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, uh, but you can call in about anything you want, light, heavy, uh, big, small. Uh, it's entirely up to you, dear listener. The switchboard is empty now, so now's a great time to call. Uh, 0344 499 1000. We call you back as well. It's simple as that. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> go away but I think about you every day in the morning and in the afternoon I wish that I could see you soon and when I held you I felt so fine it was like the words nothing left on my mind it was like Rockaway Beach in the month of June 
I wish that I could see you soon. I had no plans to meet you, baby. I had a million things to do, baby. But you hit my heart with a harpoon. I wish that I could see you soon. The angels go. How long till you can see her? And I'm like, the sooner the better. Do you really think she will wait for you? Well, I have no way to say and there's nothing I can do. Well, I have no, no way to say and there's nothing I can do. do. Across the sea, I wonder if you're gonna wait for me or if you're gonna find a new boy to spoon. I wish that I could see you soon, and if you wait a little, my pretty friend, until I come back to hold your hand, we'll be like bugs when they break through a cocoon. You know, I wish that I could see you soon. It's been a while since I felt like this, and now I found someone I really miss. Under the sun, under the moon, I wish that I could see you soon, angels. How long till you can see her? And I'm like, the sooner the better. Do you really think she'll wait for you? And I'm like, there's no way to say, and there's nothing I can do. Well, there is no way to say, and there's nothing I can do. Thank you to Dave for reminding me that song existed and he brought me the single of that. Go and watch the video. Go and watch the video of Herman Dune. There's also a great. The video's great, right? There's two versions of the video. It's, it's all. It's kind of. It's it's um. It's him and a load of kids just like floating in a room, right? So the version is that they're like just like floating in a room. They're walking around and then they'll start floating, and then there's a second version where it hasn't got the special effects on, and you can see they're just climbing up on green screen stuff that's that's made to disappear, which is great. But then there's also like I've got to find it on, on. I'm guessing it's still on YouTube. There's a version of him doing it live on French TV, and it just rocks, man. He's got like this horn section. It rocks. Roxanne! Roxanne! I was thinking about the police today. Yeah, rubbish, weren't they? No, I quite like them. Singles band. Good singles band. Roxanne! Every little thing. That is a good song. Roxanne! You don't have to put on the red light! He did used to do a bit of an accent, didn't he? Roxanne! You don't have to put on the red light! Rocks are put on a red light. Rocks are put on a red light. Rocks are put on. I can have no voice in the morning. I'm a fan of the chamomile tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they were they were they were a lousy band. No, they weren't. No, no they were. Let's go to no. Imran. Good evening, Imran. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hello, Imran. Hi, how are you guys doing? None of your business, boy. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. What the hell do you want, boy? I called uh, yesterday. Um, do you remember I recommended um, that anime show, Death Note? Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I didn't realise... Did, here's the thing. I thought it was a movie. I didn't realise it was like a 50-part... 
TV series. I haven't got I haven't got the time. I'm dying. Right? I'm 45 years old and I'm dying. Don't panic, don't panic, don't panic. Yeah. I just mean, at, at best, at the very, very best, I'm at the, the halfway point of my life. Probably signi- I'm probably well over halfway, right? I've yeah. got bookcases, literally bookcases full of books I never read. I've got DVDs that are still wrapped in the cling film from whence I bought them. I haven't got time to watch a 50-part Japanese anime television series. What he's saying, Imran, is thanks very much for offering. That's really kind of you. Oh, no, no. I mean, um, it, it seems daunting. I'm not, I'm not the type to give up that easily. Um, let me convince you. God, you, it's... Oh, God. <laughs> you're not phoning in with this. You can't phone in with the same thing that you did yesterday. Although, the, the oh, talk no, to no. Nigel, yeah. talk to George, talk to all of those, of course. Yes, oh, no, no. I, swear, I, I listen to the show all the time. Like, oh, God, I don't want to be a Nigel or a George. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting close. You're getting close to it. I'm getting close. All right. Okay. Um, each episode's 20 minutes long. Right. And how many episodes are there? 37. All I say is... <laughs> Come on, you <laughs> Speedy through that 37. But 37. <laughs> oh, right, if, if you don't like it after two episodes, I've got I, well, like, two. <laughs> I, if I don't like it after two minutes, listen, you don't have to do it in a day, just chill out about it. Watch one, see it's if you like the journey. it. Yeah, it's exactly. about the journey. Exactly. Yeah. All right, hang on. That's that's 12.3 hours, that's half a day. Of anime. And how long is that audio book you've just downloaded? It's 27 hours, but it's Boom. about something I'm interested in. It's about okay. Sir George Martin. Oh, Ian, I've, I've actually bought it and I've sent it you. So oh, <laughs> you'll well, get a copy of it tomorrow. Okay, well, then, and, uh, and if anyone wants it, it'll be on eBay oh, the no, day after. <laughs> He's reminded me, remember that pervert who sent me like 50 <sighs> CDs of crap music and then would just find it every day? Have you listened to it? Have you listened to it? Have you listened to it? And in the end, I had to say, look, I'm not going to listen to it. It's not my genre of music. If you want to know, I felt under pressure and I put it in the bin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it turned oh, out... No, I, I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Okay. Well, listen. Uh, listen, Imran, I'll watch it. Kath will watch it and she will give oh, me a you. summary. Uh, and she, well, I'll tell you what, whole, I'll tell you what yeah. we'll do, Imran. Um, Kath will watch three episodes a day, an hour a day, and she will give us a little <laughs> update each night. Can't promise an hour. There we go. I like a lion. We have a, we'll, we'll get a little update every single night, uh, Imran. So I look forward to it. Thank you. It's a new feature. It. It's very oh, kind also, of after, after we spoke yesterday, yeah. um, I saw a documentary called Free Solo. Have you heard of it? Uh, no, yes, I have heard of it, but I have no idea what Free it is. Free what? Free Solo. Oh. But what is, what is it? Honest, well, considering that you recommended me Brass and uh, Three Identical Strangers, along the similar kind of vibes, amazing documentary, about a climber who has to climb... Oh, yes. Oh, he climbs like a 3,000-foot um, sheer rock face without any ropes. What for? Without any ropes. It's sheer. And he climbs up. Yeah. He can't, I mean, he makes it. Spoiler. But it's sheer. Spoiler. And he's climbing up. Here's, here's something, Imran. Do you know what I'd watch a documentary yeah. on? Yeah. I would watch a documentary on mountain goats. Have mountain you seen, goats? Have you seen goat? Have you ever, have you ever seen a mountain goat climb a sheer wall? Yeah, they, they just jump and uh, it's really nuts. Risky. Yeah, and they've I, got four legs to work out. I, well, it makes it easier. I would watch. I would watch a movie about mountain goats climbing up a wall. If you could find one and recommend it, Imran, that would be. Why have we got so many phone calls? Did someone drop a C bomb or something? I don't know what's going on there. Um, if you could find a documentary for me about mountain goats, Imran, that would be awesome, man. 
Perfect. Perfect. Okay, thanks very much for your call. Thanks. I appreciate it. 344 Good evening. This won't last long. Good evening, Guy. Evening, Ian. How you doing? Very well, mate. What have you got for us? Nice to find you on talk radio. What, what do you mean, find oh, me? No. I've been here for three years. Where have you been? <laughs> LBC still. Oh, you'll jump. Mate, I left I left LBC ten years ago, at least. I know, I know. The last show you did, you threatened to play Britney Spears the whole show. Did I? I? I wasn't. I didn't know that was going to be the last show. I got. Uh, it, was, it was a strange day that I'd handed my notice in, but I gave them a month's notice, and they said, "Sure, okay." And it was a Friday, and then on the Monday, I got a phone call saying, "Yeah, don't come back." <laughs> Miserable git. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you, well, you. I can't believe you've only just found me. I know. It's terrible. Don't worry. Check it's the out. same. Check it's the same old. Same old act, and I'm, yeah, I know Nick Abbott's filling in, so we will take some of his listeners. I'm happy with that. Now, are you a little bit bitter about LBC? Um, no, not no, not anymore. It was a long time ago. Because they, you mention them all the time, and they mention you never. What? They, they don't. They don't talk about me still. <laughs> well, they they do that old-fashioned thing of why why would they mention me? James O'Brien's mentioned me a couple of times, but but why would they? Why would they? I, I, They're it's... actually not allowed to. Sorry, they're not allowed to. Why? They're not allowed to. You know, we have like freelance newscasters and stuff. Yeah. They're not allowed to. They won't have anyone who's worked on on this uh, station yeah. or who is still but working also, on this station. You're not allowed to acknowledge also, all the radio stations. Also, the, the LBC's part in my life is more significant to me than my part in LBC's life. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was, but no, I'm not bitter. <laughs> Guy, this is awful. Are you underwater? No, that is all. Okay, thank, thank, you. thank you very much, Guy. We're here every Monday to Friday, 10 till 1. Um, got so many calls, I don't quite know what's happened. Good evening, Alan. Oh, hi there. There we go at last. Peace peace and quiet. <sighs> thank, thank you, Alan. It's appreciated, brother. <laughs> A moment um, of mindfulness. I was thinking about doing meditation on the radio. Like, just... just oh, that's a- that's a good idea. It's yeah. not bad, is it? In these in this ever changing world in which we live in, it would just be nice just to give well, a little bit of genteel. You know, my um, seven year old at school, they have mindfulness after lunch. Well, let's get her in to do it then. She'd be great. Let's get a little. Sometimes in. they colour. Um, seven year olds do um, meditation. Get All right, I'll get her to do. Get, get her to record. record some. Get her to record a guided meditation. We'll put a little bit of the old uh, hippy dippy music underneath. Boom! We got a feature. Right, I sort it. We got a feature, Alan. You were you yeah, were there for the birth that. of a feature, Alan. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, we we workshop that. Yeah. Oh, we, well, well. Don't get carried away with yourself, buddy. You were in the room. <laughs> you were in the room at the same time. You ain't getting a writing credit. All right. Now sign this bit of paper, and I never want to see you again. Uh, what, have you, what have you got for us tonight, Al? Uh, yeah, just a sidebar on um, briefly mentioned last night subject um, about peeing in swimming pools. Oh, yes, yes. Have you ever peed um, in a swimming pool? Well, I have now. I'm 51 years old and I never did it until uh, last year because I, I, re- I read in the, the news that the average pool contains uh, a wheelie bin amount volume yeah. of uh, urine. How much? How much? How much? Well, hang on. What? How much? A wheelie uh, bin. Uh, a wheelie as bin. Much as is in a wheelie bin. But no. But that um, can't be because it's constantly the, the water isn't um, static. The water is constantly being filtered. Is it? Well, they said. Uh, 
that's just what science has science. 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 I mean, <laughs> come on, man. You're still buying into that nonsense? <laughs> science? Yeah. yeah. I, be- I believe in the whole thing, moon landings and everything, and oh, the wheelie bin. You disappoint me, the wheelie bin of piss, <laughs> which is the title of my new book that's coming out very, very soon. Um, okay, but, but, but go but, on. No, well, well I, I, it was just when you were saying, you know, about doing, um, doing it itself, and I was, you know, I would have been shocked before, but then I read it. It's weird, isn't yeah, it? Right. It's, it's weird letting go like that, but once you let go, yeah. it's, you let it flow. Let your love flow like a stream of piss in a swimming pool. All living things. Once you let it go, it's... Well, just do it. Everyone else is. Yeah. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm taking the boys swimming on Saturday, and I've got a wheelie bin. I'm going to wee in it for the rest of the week, and I'm just going to take it in and dump it in. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm just going to take it in and dump it in. They can't stop me. It's my right as a human being, and and I'm going to just quote science. Why are you doing this? Science. And my mate Alan. Any difference? Yeah, it's not going to make any difference. It's full of it's full of piss anyway. Okay. (laughs) Thank thank you very much, Alan. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What happened to the two men from New York who used to call us a lot? One of whom even moved over to the UK and came and saw us in Brighton. Oh yeah. What happened to those guys? He got embarrassed, didn't he, about his performance in Brighton, and then he phoned back months later and said that he was embarrassed. Did he get embarrassed? Yeah. He had no reason to be embarrassed. No, I know. Some people, um, and I, I get it, you know, this is our job, is to, to Show m- make, yeah, to make complete idiots of ourselves. My job is to try and make Kath laugh, basically. That's it. And if I do that, then there's a chance that one or two of you might be laughing out there. That's, that's my job. Um, so I, we have very little shame. But you have, we do have a, a few callers who came and did something at a live event thinking of was it george the guy that gave the talk about london who was a great caller used to like george and um then he came and did a performance ring and it didn't it didn't quite go according to his plan i would imagine and um, he stopped calling us. Called you the other day, didn't he? Yeah, he, he? did, but yeah. Just, and he, and he was still us. talking about that. So yeah, I know, and I, and I, 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 I get it. I get it. But you, sh- you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be. It's a safe, it's a safe environment. That's what I said to him. Yeah, it's a safe, uh, safe environment. But I think maybe we annoyed the other New York guy. There was a thing where I think maybe we we were just using our normal tone and language, and I think maybe it, it cut a little bit as it sometimes does. Or did he get did he get a bit entitled? Maybe sometimes that maybe. happens. Maybe 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 maybe. Uh, let's go to Gary. Then we'll have a break. Good evening, Gary. Oh. Yes, hello. Hello. Hello, mate. You right? All right, Gary from High from the High Wycombe. Something like that, yeah. Something uh, like that. I live, I live not too far from High Wycombe these days. I'm looking forward to April, when I believe the Wycombe Hellfire Caves are reopened. Yes, I believe they are, yeah. I, I... No, I'm no Wycombe expert, that's not why I rang up. I have a feeling... Do you? ...that when I go to Wycombe Caves, it's going to unlock something, because I think I might have been confusing Wycombe Caves yeah. and Wookie Hole. Yeah, no, Wickham Caves are unique in their own self. Aren't yeah, they? I think I might have been confusing the two, and I'm wondering if I, I've not, I can't remember what it's like in there, but I'm just here's right. Okay, this is how it has Wookie Hole got a spire with a golden ball above it. I believe he's called Nolan Evans. Yeah, 
Okay, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. That's too oblique even for me. But because someone said the other day, I saw something that, that, that I always thought, I remember going to Wookiee Hole and, and crapping my pants, right? It's like caves. But I remember there being a big spire with a golden ball, right? But I think the big spire with the golden ball is in Wickham at the Hellfire Caves, which means my whole life I've been getting the two caves mixed up. Yeah, the Hellfire Caves are West Wickham, aren't they? The West Wickham. You're right, not High Wickham, they're, they're Low Wickham. Anyway, uh, Gaz, what you got? Well, Ian, uh, thanks. Uh, I was just about to go to bed, and I heard, um, heard you saying, call, for, call about anything. I've got a little pet subject I'd like to talk about. Then then, then you yeah. went on to speak about The Police, which is my favourite band, when I was uh, back in the 80s, when I was a young man. OK. First band I ever saw live. It was fantastic. Um, I, tell you, I tell you a terrible Police song, and they played it a lot. I've heard it three yeah. times in the last two weeks on, yeah. an, on another radio station. Yeah. Synchronicity. I agree with you on that, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, right? Because it's quite catchy, and it's like something, something's happening, and a man and love, and whatever. and then it goes to chorus like about a monster in a in a, in a a Scottish right. lock. Yeah, yeah, no, and Spongebob Lock is going to come and get you. What? I remember when the uh, police broke up and Sting had his first solo album, I thought, great, it'd be good. And it was a jazz-influenced thing. I'm an alien, I'm yeah. a legal alien, yeah, I'm an yeah. English like man. That. That's a good song. Well, we went down to see him at Royal Albert Hall, and I was slightly disappointed. Because he played Ten Summoners Tales twice. Uh, <laughs> that's not too bad now, I quite it? liked it. Yeah, yeah. Did you? OK, are you a fan of his uh, like musical that. about yeah. the steel industry in Newcastle? No, starring Jimmy no, Nail? he lost me there. But, but Ten, you, you, ten you, Summoners well, you Tales it. has I'm a... I'm a big expert on uh, the steel industry in Newcastle, yes. and it's a sad demise I'm okay. very upset about. OK, well, it's, then they had Jimmy Nail singing about it. Accepted, it's uh, affected my family um, over many generations. That's why you've moved to High Wycombe to get, yeah, away, yeah, to get away from the uh, the bleak. A bit of forks down here. The bleak. Um, okay, so you hang on. You've just phoned up to say that 40, right. 40 years ago you liked the police. No, no, that wasn't what I rang up to say. Well, you said it. And uh, you rang up. Uh, but what I was going <laughs> to say is that some of the best songwriters in the world happen to be the worst singers. Give me some examples, because uh, on face value, I don't buy that, but give me some examples. Bob Dylan. Okay, okay, he's, he's got one. That's Bruce Springsteen. Oh, he's not a bad singer. He's not a great I'm, songwriter. I'm a massive, massive Bruce fan, but he's not the best singer. He's not a great songwriter. Um, I was listening, Terrible songwriter. I was listening to Fire. Thunder Road. I was listening to Fire today. Yeah, Fire. That's quite rapey. When you listen to it now, it's all you're saying no, but I know you want to. You're saying no, but I know you want to on the streets of Philadelphia. It's like three verses of him pushing his luck. <laughs> I give it, he's got two. If you get, give us, give us one more. Uh, Mark Knopfler. Oh, for, good, goodbye, goodbye, Gary. Thanks, thanks for your call. You're a troll. You're a troll. Mark Knopfler's a good songwriter. What are you talking about? Sultans of Swing. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Ten Summoners Tales was quite an important album for me back in the day. Why did you lose your uh, cherry? No, 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 no. Um, did you have a little fiddle listening to it? Was it the first album you fiddled to? No. Fiddler on the roof. No, fi- <laughs> <laughs> no I, had a, I had a Spanish boyfriend. Here we go. Yeah. And did he summon your? Did you summon his tail ten times? He was um, a competitive cyclist. He had shaved legs. They were nicer than mine. 
It's not hard. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Hello. 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 Is he right? Yes. I'm Simon from Wolverhampton. Sorry, we can't hear you, Simon. It's not a great line. Uh, hello, I'm Simon from Wolverhampton. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. Yes. You can hear me now. Yeah, I was just wondering, what do you think about legalizing cannabis? The same thing I think about Brexit. What do you think about Brexit? What, what you what do, you don't care? You why do you care what I think about legalizing cannabis? Why are you a remainder? Say, listen, you're, you're very listen. Your first call wasn't successful. Let's the second one's not okay, going great. Forget that. Forget his first call. Uh, take Martin's call. Uh, are you a remainder? Uh, yes or no? I do care. Why do you care? What difference will it make to your life? What 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 uh, I am? A lot of difference. Go on. I just, uh, tell me what difference it will make. It will make a lot of difference. I tell you what. Me. I tell you what. You tell me your real name, and then we'll have a chat. It's Simon. Okay, now tell me your real name. Look, can you just tell me what do you think of Brexit? <laughs> no, Are you a Remainer? I, I can't. I can't have so a conversation. I can't have so a conversation a with someone who's a liar. So tell us your I'm real not, name. I'm asking you a question. Okay, well I'm not answering it until you tell oh, me your real okay. name. Okay, what do you think of legalizing cannabis? Okay, and what's your real name again? Uh, my real name is Abu Abdullah. Okay, and and what's your real name? Okay. Um, hey, listen, do you play any musical instruments? No. You don't play the banjo? No, no. You should learn the banjo, man, definitely. I think you'd be really good at it. Thanks very much for your call. Let's go to Star. Good evening, Star. Hello. There's an, there's an oblique reference for some people. Good evening, Star. <laughs> what can we do for you this evening? I want you to double-check what the name of that song was and the band that you played just after the news at 12 o'clock. Herman Dune, I wish that I could see you soon. Right, OK. So, because I was listening to it, it was, like, really, really catchy. It's good, isn't it? And I was trying to, trying to like, listen to it and that and get, um, you know, you do, like, the Shazam thing on your phone. Yeah. I was trying to do that, but it wasn't working. No, so. it should, that should Shazam. I would have thought that would have Shazammed. I don't know. It's probably my phone, to be fair, because I was I just did did the Google thing. I'm, so. By the way, I, my my favourite favourite thing is if I if I Shazam a song that's had less than a hundred Shazams. I, once I Shazammed a song that no one else had ever Shazammed. I felt so special. I felt no so way. special. Okay, well, I, I hope that that helps, Star. So Herman Dune. Yes. Right. Okay. Smashing. Brilliant. T- Tutty bye. Go and watch the video. Go and watch the video. Good evening, Diana. Hello, Ian and Cal. Hi, Diana. How are you both? None of your business. What do you got? I love it when you both sing. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I'm a great singer, and Catherine sounds good when I sing. I think Cal's good as well. Well, you know, we know you're, you're correct. We know you're, you. We, 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 you know, maybe you should go and see a, an ear, ear doctor, an ENT, okay, ear, nose, and throat. That means they're all connected. They're all same, same tubes. They're not. Yes, they are. Of course, ear, nose, and throat are connected. So if I yeah. blow, if I blow in your ear, will it come out your mouth? Uh, Don't talk balls then. Blow my balls and see what comes out. <laughs> I'm not getting caught out like that again. <laughs> Diana, it, it's very, there's a very end-of-term kind of feel tonight. It's only Tuesday. What have you got for us? Two things, if that's OK. Hang on, Catherine, what? 
<laughs> Nothing. I'm just still hearing that joke. Carry on. Sorry, Diana. Very sorry, silly. Diana. That's Catherine's right. being vulgar. I, well, I think you, you you're a bad influence. Get to the point, Diana. Two, Otherwise, two, I'm gonna I'm gonna ban you. Two, <laughs> two things, if that's okay. Of course. Um, yeah. Go on. I told you the other week that I. I buy a lot of second-hand DVDs, and they were, these were brand new, and I couldn't. They were martial arts films, and I couldn't remember what they were. Oh, but I, I've got them here. Go on, karate. One of them is um, obviously I know what this one is. Enter the Dragon, which Enter is a really classic. good film. Is it the two-disc uh, anniversary edition? No, it's an old one, but Un- it, unlucky. It, it was brand new. Okay. So. Another one is called um, Death Train. Uh, uh, just called Death Train. Yeah. That sounds rubbish. Never heard of it. Never one heard of them of it. is called The Master with the Crack Fingers. Yes, yeah, Jackie Chan, Jackie. early Jackie Chan. And the other one is Bruce Lee, Fist of Fury 1 and 2. <laughs> well, Bruce Lee is in Fist of Fury 1. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Lee is not in Fist of Fury 2, but there's a guy who looks like Bruce Lee in Fist of Fury 2. And they're, they're both, the first one is a great movie, a little yeah. bit long and ponderous, but there's a wicked nunchuck fight where he goes to the Japanese dojo. Does all that. It's good, yeah, though. All those for a pound, so... Flipping mm. it, you got bargains. Yeah, and I thought you. So I'm glad, I'm glad I got back to you. And the other thing I wanted to say to you was, I know you're a big fan of Paul McCartney. Yeah, greatest. And I was on looking on YouTube the other night, and um, you know when they did that Wings Over America tour. Yeah. Now I don't know how I haven't mentioned this before. I think he had a his best band at that time. Great band, Linda, because Denny Lane, uh, De- uh, Denny, there's another Denny yeah. in the band, I can't remember his name. The guitarist, Jimmy McCullough. Jimmy McCullough, who, yeah, if you watch done... that, Wings Over America, the, the rock show thing, Jimmy yeah. McCullough, or maybe it's Denny Lane, they've got a necklace, you know what the necklace is? A yeah. razor blade. It means they're ch- 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 chopping up the, the good the good stuff. Naughty, naughty. But wasn't, uh, well, and the drummer was good as well. Yep, it's a great Did band. He... It's a great band. Wings were a great band. You know, it's the, the band the Beatles could have been, et cetera, et cetera. But, but at that time, they were really rocking, weren't they? Yeah. they were. I mean, the, the thing I struggle with Wings is Paul McCartney's mullet. That's what I struggle with. I just yeah. don't get, I just don't get that. that what, really, a party in the back business at the front? Yeah. I just don't, I don't get how he could get, he said, the, the worst, you want to see the worst Beatle haircut though you you yeah. look at george harrison through the 70s and the 80s yeah. have you seen george harrison's um perm yeah. oh his wet look shaggy perm awful because don't forget from what i understand at that time there was massive offers for the beatles to get back together again yeah get back and to mccartney was talking to john yeah <laughs> when he could yeah but well, if they had if they had have got back together that that band at that time that wings band was something else wasn't it yeah it was, it was a great band you know we had denny lane on the show and he's a great guitarist and yeah. he's, he's uh wings are a great band you want you want some good, good some wings albums some are lousy but red rose speedway is a great album yeah. um london town's quite a nice uh little album you know they're good they're good records but that, that jimmy mccallock was some guitarist why don't you marry him oh he's dead that's why unfortunately yeah, i think he died of drugs didn't he yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. very sad, but... Yeah. He went, he went off to join the Reformed Small Faces. He did. Which yeah, he did, but yeah. uh, they, they, you know, him and Stevie Marriott, not a good... Uh, no. good Catherine's just showing me bad Beatle haircut. Not a good not a good combination, no. It, uh, it was not... But I know Paul McCartney had to chew him out a few times because he was yeah. a little bit... because he was too high. I missed when, he, when you had Denny Lane on. I missed that. Oh, um, um, unlucky. It was good. We, uh, we might put it out... We, we might put okay. some of the old ones out as a podcast at some point. I don't know. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
much, Diana. This is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Is it? Um, I wouldn't answer that again. Is it half term or something? Why are we getting kids phoning up? I mean, just badness. Kids phoning up, doing uh, trying to prank us. Oh, this is um, this is uh, this this will fill. This will fill ninety seconds. Even more if I take a long time to find the story. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm on the right page now, but. Still got, rustle that a bit more. Still got to look down. I haven't looked down yet. I'm not looking down. I'm look and I'm looking down now. It's all filler. Everything from between now and one o'clock, Paul Ross comes in, is filler. Okay. There. Oh no, there was a really good. Um, there was a good headline. Where was the headline? Uh, wrong paper. It's all filler. You see, I told you this is a good headline now. Dogs lose boner. What? Common household chemicals may be damaging sperm and leaving men and dogs infertile. (laughs) Research at Nottingham University showed that DEHP... Would be my old alma mater, wouldn't it? Studying dog... Used to go out with them. Found in carpets, flooring, sofas, clothes and toys, along with PCB153... Still around despite a ban. Ban reduces the quality of human and canine sperm. The sperm. The spermatosa. The spath. Spermatozoa. Spermatosa. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Uh, excuse me. Which one of us has, has got a penis? Yeah, which well, one? Well, you of... haven't at the moment, but who knows what goes on in your lifestyle. I. Sorry? Did I cross a the line there? Well, then I retract that immediately and I would like to apologise on behalf of the listeners for that that was that was out of order of them they shouldn't have made me do that proceed with caution (laughs) (laughs) one in six uk couples struggle to conceive and there has been a 50 percent global fall (laughs) there's been a 50 percent global fall in sperm quality in 80 years you're telling me that's that. What does that even mean? Woman rescued by police after trying to recreate Fifty Shades scene on her own. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, you've got to always make sure that you have a friend. No. The woman was found strapped to the steering wheel of a Citroen C3. I'm glad we know what the model of car was. Yeah. In a car park of one of Tenerife's best-known beaches. Hang on, she was what? She was strapped in a car? Yes. In the Playa Las Teresitas. A woman who tried to recreate scenes from Fifty Shades no. of Grey had to be rescued by police. I don't buy this. I think she was with someone and he legged it. Uh, officers initially thought the woman had gotten kidnapped. Says the mirror, the British mirror. Who is writing in this? An American? Shouldn't be allowed. Gotten kidnapped. I got. I got. Was gotten kidnapped the other night. Yeah. They thought the woman had gotten kidnapped when kidnapped. they discovered her strapped to the steering wheel of a Citroen 3 with duct tape tied tightly round her neck which was preventing her breathing properly this is dark this is not there's this something going on there's there. something going on there you wouldn't that, you, you, that, you, that's not that's not doable that's not, no that's not doable no not in that state the bizarre rescue occurred yesterday just before 11 a.m at the car park 11 a.m before 11 a.m no people don't do stuff like that before 11 a.m in car parks 
in the car park of one of Ten- Tenerife's best-known beaches, Playa Las Teresitas. Which is um, uh, Spanish for the bondage sand. Little Ter- Teresa's beach. Yeah. Island newspaper La Opinión de Tenerife said Please. the unnamed local who is, <laughs> whose age has not been revealed was rushed to hospital after police cut her free. She's said to have suffered serious injuries to her wrist from the plastic cable ties she'd used to bind her wrist to the steering wheel. No, you can't do two. You could actually. You could do one. No, you could do one. No, you could. You could do it. What, with your mouth? With your teeth, yeah. Cable ties, you could, yeah. But what's the end game? Uh, someone else involved someone in this. Someone else is involved. Someone, someone, probably a criminal, has run off and abandoned his lover. A witness who dialed 999 when he saw the situation. Is that the number for the police in Spain? No, I don't think it is. Okay. So, again, gotten yeah. 999. I mean, we're lucky it's not, what was it in America? 911. 999, I think if I've got this correct, is the number for the police in Germany. Is it? No, no, no. I fell into that one, didn't I? Yes, you did. A witness who dialed 999 lies. When he saw the situation the woman was in, said he was alerted by the constant tooting of her car horn, which she's believed to have activated by pressing her nose on it. (coughs) The island paper said she told police that she was taken away in an ambulance. I was trying to recreate a scene from Fifty Shades of Grey, but things got out of hand. I haven't got a partner and I'm alone. Mm, mm, I don't believe it. Las Teresitas Beach is in the northeast of Tenerife, near the centre of the capital, Santa Cruz. I don't think we need to know Santa that. Santa Cruz. No one was immediately available for comment this afternoon from the island's Policia Nacional, the force involved in the police. incident. National Fifty police. Shades of Grey, now we're being explained, Fifty Shades of Grey, was first a book in 2011 before being adapted into a film directed by Sam Taylor Johnson, starring Dakota Johnson oh. as Anastasia Steele and Jamie Dornan as Christian Grey. Neither of them can act. She never had matching. She had. He was buying her expensive outfits in yeah, that, right? And yeah. expensive underwear, but never a bra. No. So I reckon he was going to like the three for two table. Yeah. Dorothy Perkins or something. Yeah. Good, good film, that. In the first film. Enjoyed that. In the Fifty Shades don't, don't, series. Don't just, no, don't just now recap the trilogy of Fifty Shades. <laughs> That's what they're doing in the mirror. Jeez, come on. This is it. This is what I'm talking about, right? Seriously, everything being filler. Everything being filler. Everything to, to, to just distract us from the dull march, slow march towards our own deaths. That's all that is. Someone's just written and copied and pasted and stuck it in and it's filling, it's, it's filled up a little bit of the internet and it's filled up two minutes of radio. Here's That's my, all it is. Here's my theory. Yeah, go on. The guy that apparently called 999 was he, the cable tie guy. He couldn't get it up because he'd been sat, sat on a sofa with his dog and they'd lost their boners. That's what it is. That's all it is. It all, it all ties in. It all links. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Last twenty minutes of the show. Um, Paul Ross is in at one. The, the switchboard is empty. Give us a call. Let's have a chat. Let's have a late night. Let's have a. Here we go. Why don't you give us a call and we'll have a late night chat. See if we can set the world to rights. Maybe you've got some issues. On your phone up. Share them. You'll feel better. Ugh. Promise. I'm doing a thing. I know it's horrible. Why don't you give us a call? Ugh. No, don't do that, because that's going to stop people phoning. But I'm, I'm going to ask you to go and sit out there and let me do a show on my own, because your your tone is putting off people calling. That's why the reason we haven't got any calls is because of you. Why don't you give us a call? Just, right, just piss off. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, Ooh. and meat pies.
Matters. Oh, never mind, I must have misread. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Happy Pancake Day for yesterday, you losers. Idiots, which idiots make pancakes? Go on, you make pancakes? My kids don't really like them. No, they suck. Pancakes are a lot of work and a waste of life. That's what they are. Um, uh, Southerners have seven more friends than people in the North. No, impossible. It found the typical Southerner... Typical Southerner, I mean, guys, what is a typical Southerner? I'm not typical, I'm atypical. What does atypical mean? Does that mean more typical than typical? Or not typical? Untypical. But what does asexual mean, then? Not not sexual. Does it not mean more sexual than sexual? No, that's um, super, super sexy. It found the typical southerner has 30 friends, while it is 23 for northerners. <laughs> watch your language. <laughs> I mean, it is... Watch, though, it, it? watch your language. Come on. See why you haven't got many friends, because you, you, you've I got potty fun. mouth. I am fun. I've got loads of friends. Stop using indoor language on an outside broadcast. Those in the north are more likely to prefer their own company, the poll suggested. What are they asking polls for? The average Brit has 24 friends. Men have 27 compared with 22 for women. And social media is the main form of communication. Ah, they're not friends. Now, normally I don't read who commissioned the research, right? But I'm going to read who commissioned the research because it's like, oh? Kim Mills... Of Foxy Bingo, which commissioned the poll. Ah. Well, why would they do that? Said, we wanted to take a closer look at modern British friendships, and it's so interesting to see the regional spread in terms of friendship group sizes and how people value their friends. It's no surprise to see so many of our friendships are played out online these days. Why don't you sign up to FoxyBingo.com? <laughs> it's all friendly. The survey of 2,000 people aged between 18 and 60 found half of them are happy with the number of pals they have. Of those quizzed, 9% believe friends are more important than family and 7% would rather spend time with their best friend than their partner. Also, 93% would rather spend time with their partner than their best friend. Yeah, which is kind of normal. Um, guys, guys, can I throw something into the mix? Shouldn't your partner be your best friend? Around 25%... But they should be, shouldn't they? Mm. Your partner, your partner should be your best friend. I'm Dr. Wolf, and I think if you want to make love to your partner, they got to be your best friend. I'm Dr. Wolf, West Timer. <laughs> Why have you turned into some kind of, like, Joe Pesci or something? I'm Dr. Wolf. I'm Dr. Wolf. I amuse you. I'm a clown now. That's no good. I'm Dr. Wolf. That's what she said. I'm Dr. Wolf, West Timer, <laughs> and I think... That if you want to have sex, you got to grab him by the balls oh. while he's inside you. Oh, my God. That's what she was kind of saying. The tiny little old lady. I know, I remember. Here's, a, here's the thing. If we're having a problem, I'm Dr. Wolf, West Timer. And my suggestion is, if he can't come, put your finger up his okay. ass. Okay. I'm Dr. Wolf. Oh, right. Okay. Dr. Ruth, thank you for your... I'm sir. Dr. Wolf, West Timer. And my advice is, get no. it everywhere. No, no more. No more of that, thank you. I'm Dr. No. Wolf. <laughs> Stop it. I'm Dr. Wolf, Westheimer. And my advice is, no more. take two. No. 
Invite his friend around. <laughs> Why not? You only live once. Also, 29. Can we find a recording? Friends seems excessive. Yo. I, I've got proper friends. You know, I've got people I'm friendly with. I've got people who I can have a chat with and blah, blah, blah. But proper friends I've probably got, that I could go to when the S hit the F, probably five. I'm Dr. Roth, Westheimer. <laughs> Here we go. Let's, let's listen to her. Let's listen to her. Here we go. Well, for the single, taken, or anywhere in between, Valentine's Day can be a bit of a stressful time. So if you're looking to wow a special someone this year, we bring you the next best thing to love potion number nine. Yes, sensible tips from the one and only Dr. Ruth. And now, love advice from Dr. Ruth Westheimer. I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer with some... <laughs> Dr. Ruth Westheimer. I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer. I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Uh, <laughs> she actually says it. Wow. And now, love advice from That's Dr. Ruth advice Westheimer. <laughs> I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer with some great tips to spice up your love life. <laughs> Put your finger up with us. Bringing flowers is good. Sending flowers ahead of time is better. A woman needs more time to become aroused. So looking at those flowers all day will help put her in the mood. What's the best gift you can give your partner? A massage. It feels good. Your touch will warm his or her body and soul. And best of all, it doesn't cost a cent. You, you want to massage her soul? <sighs> I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer. I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer. And I'm... No, 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 no. <laughs> good evening, good evening, Robert. Uh, good evening. I've got a question for Dr. Ruth, if possible, please. I'm, I'm Dr. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Westheimer. What it is, is me and my partner, we've been doing role-play with, you know, the TV shows. We've done Spender, <laughs> we've done Last of the Summer Wine, yes. uh, Homes Under the Hammer. And we're just looking for other ways to spice our love life up. So I just wondering, Dr. Ruth, where we could go from here? Ben, I would suggest four in the bed. <laughs> Thank you very much. Or I would also suggest... Come dine with me. Um, should should we give each other ratings, though? Could that be confrontational? I think the emphasis is on the come dine. <laughs> and then you I'll... give that then you give a thousand pounds and you leave. <laughs> and where should the thing be go? Up the battle. <laughs> Do you remember, the, remember that show we did on Talk Radio where we got the sack? Yeah, because you said butthole too many times. Remember that show we did when we got the sack? It wasn't us, though. It was Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Dr. Ruth Is she? I'm assuming she's dead. I think she must be. Because if she's not dead, I want Dr. Ruth Westheimer on the show and we all talk like that. <laughs> Let me check. She's still alive. Get her on the show. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Get Dr. Ruth Westheimer on the show <clears throat> don't t don't tell her that we were doing this, please. <clears throat> don't tell her we were doing this. But let's get her on the show. Okay. Let's get her on the show. Oh, by the way, how about all those other guests? How about Phoenix Galaxy, the cat guy? The what one now? This, the cat guy. Hi. The cat guy from... Nope. The, the, I told you to email. Which one? Did you not email him? The I galaxy did. guy. Yes. From Cats from Hell. 
Yes. Yes, I did, and he didn't get back. What an a-hole. Yeah, what an a-man. Yeah. There was someone Prefers else. Prefers cast of people. Oh, problem, is. isn't it? No, I bet he's a big, big-time cat guy over in the United States. Doesn't want to come on the UK radio. Well, I tell you what, buddy. Next time I'm in the United States, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy myself a piece, and I'm gonna shoot cats. I'm gonna keep shooting cats until you rock up, and then we'll see. Then we'll see who's the big man. Okay. Then we're gonna find out who the big man is, and the big man's gonna be me. There have been three possible Loch Ness monster sightings this year. No, there haven't. Doesn't exist. The latest was when Erin O'Fahaldahagan, who watches a webcam pointed at the water, captured an image. The 53-year-old from County Donegal said it was only on the screen briefly. <laughs> the Loch Ness is the, my least favourite of all of these made-up stories. It's just boring. What about the Yeti, that <clears throat> Manchester Yeti that time? Oh, no, that's a great one. The, the um, Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great one. Days earlier, oh, a visitor from Manchester took a photo of something unexplained at the Loch in the Highlands. Loch is Scottish, uh, Loch is Scottish for lake. Thank you, Paul. She said, you, you, can't, you can't scare me, Paul. You can't scare me anymore with your, with your, with your, your special effects you carry around with you. She said the dark creature rose three foot out of the water. All three incidents have been accepted by the official Loch Ness Monster Sightings Register. Gary Campbell, the recorder of the register, said it is an early start for Nessie. I mean, it's just such a cynical, cold-hearted... So is anyone listening to me? I am. You know what's happening on the computer? I'm talking to Dr he's, Ruth. He's on his phone. What is going... I'm like invited into the conversation, is all. Courtesy costs nothing, Ian. He's been I'll so give you, rude. I'll all give night. you courtesy. I'll give you courtesy in a minute. Slept in a knife drawer, did we, Mr. Sharp? As my <laughs> mum used to say. <laughs> hey, Paul, you're right. Not too bad. We've got a really sad, but hopefully <clears throat> optimistic ending to a story tonight. Only yes. two years ago, yeah. a professor who's coming on the show identified an entirely new species of orangutan, oh. 2017, called yeah. the Tapanuli. Yeah. This week, they lost an appeal in the High Court in Indonesia. Yeah. They're building a massive hydroelectric dam. It would destroy their habitat. Aye. There are only 800 of them left. Everybody listening might be able to help. They're beautiful-looking creatures. The professor's a great guest. Beside himself, it was because, you know, to identify two years ago, yeah. the most recent Great Lake, but then to say, but actually, we may well be, because if they build this dam... The population will be go, get below a sustainable level because two of their natural habitats will go. Right. It's only fair in one tiny part of Indonesia. And also another expert on the programme yeah. talking the fact that he's found a new order of insects in oh. the UK. Okay. It's a web spinner. Now, I had no idea. Yes. And I'm a big head, but I had no idea that insects span webs. I thought it was only spiders. I, yeah, one would assume that. Yeah, but no, he's found a new... They're, 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 Disgusting. It's, it's now the 25th order of insects in the UK. There are only 28 in the whole world. So yeah. we're talking about that as well. I'll take one of them. I'll take a monkey. Is that what you're saying when we can help? That we'll, ape, I'll take one. Apes, technically. Well, it's the same thing. I'll take Not one. Not if you're an ape. No. You try and mate a monkey with an ape, that's just cruel. Well, I, I, will, I will continue my experiments until... <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Moreau. <laughs> Until I reach that conclusion. I'll, have, I'll take one of them, if that, if that will help the situation. I don't think, with all respect, Princess Risborough is somewhere where the habitat might favour the orangutan. It might do. It's getting more. It's getting cats, warmer. The We're cats not, would like it. On the way to checkers. Yeah, the cats would like oh, it. Oh, it'd be great for the lads, wouldn't it? Uh, it would. You'd have no trouble getting the babysitter. <laughs> um, now, anything else that's all coming up? And we're also paying tribute to a remarkable woman, one of the great overlooked women from and people from rock and roll, called Sylvia Robinson. Yeah. She had a hit in the 1950s, Love is Strange, with a man called Mickey. Yes. Oh, yeah, she had a yeah. Hit in the yeah. 1970s with a rather 
saucy song called Pillow Talk. Yeah, She yeah. wrote for Al Green. Al Green was by then a reverend, said he turned it down. And she founded, or co-founded her husband, Sugar Hill Records, and gave the world rap and hip-hop. Oh, it's wow. her birthday today. We would have got on the show, but she died in 2011. Well, We're going to celebrate gonna, gonna her life it. and what... They're making a movie of her life in about time too. Wow, So wow. from the 1950s to hip-hop, it's all there. Oh, sounds right. Plus yeah. the Tapanuli orangutan. Um, Last scene in Princess Whisper. Okay, I'll take one. Do people I'm, know where you live. Have I blow, I'm not saying something hideous. We, they don't. They, well, they know now. They know, you're on the move. They know. They know now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Catherine, have you got? We got. We got two minutes. Have you got anything? Just close my computer oh, down. What, what, but what, I can I, remember them. Well, yeah, here's the thing. We 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 we're working until Paul Ross is I, in. I, I have, don't I normally have, get. I have got. Word in. I have got. Yes. A ghost story tonight. And oh. it's the ghosts of war. And I'm slightly worried about the taste element of it because yeah. they're ghosts from the 1940s. Yeah. And a clairvoyant and historian. Which is exactly a clairvoyant. He's a paranormal Clair investigator. Clairvoyant and historian. Well, he's, wow. he's a paranormal investigator okay. and a historian. He has worked with the BBC uh, about the Blitz and bombings. And he's been around Hull in particular because Hull was terrifyingly bombed. Yeah. And the last major bomb that fell on Hull was in March 1945. Wow. And it came kind of 16 or 17 lives, made 80 families homeless, yeah. two children were the victims. So we're talking the ghosts of war on the program oh. i'm worried it might be too soon i'm worried that you know 20th century ghosts are maybe slightly oh. tasteless to discuss them but no. people, people give me a call no. if got a problem i think you can i think you can because uh... as we know from 6 30 each week they're morning the ghost of julia hartley brewer once a human oh, being haunts yes. this building it's terrifying it's terrifying um but I, I can't listen for, for political reasons uh thank you paul paul will be <laughs> are, up are you still blocked yeah. <laughs> we've made peace but she's still blocked me um, uh, we will be back tonight at 10. Don't forget, podcasts are plenty. If you go to uh, Acast or iTunes or your usual podcast provider and type in uh, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Late Night Alternative, whatever, um, they will pop up. We put out a best of... I keep meaning to mention the podcast at the, the start of the show and then I always forget. But we put out a best of and uh, if we have a guest in, we, we put that out as well. There's also Rabbit Hole podcasts, mm -hmm. although we haven't done a new one for... A, no, we've got. We've, we've but run I out can't of wait to hear you two with Doctor Ruth. Yeah. Well, we, we've, we've, I'm Doctor Ruth Westheimer. I'm Doctor Ruth Westheimer. Um, I think you'd beat you with a Doctor Ruth sound I think, we might do, I think we might do. We will be back tonight at ten. Stay tuned. Coming up after the news, it's Paul Ross. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking.